You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at KNLradio.com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. Good evening and welcome to Mason Punchers Football on KNL 95.3 FM online at KNLradio.com on the TuneIn app or tell Alexa to open KNL FM. Mason Punchers Football on KNL. Our game tonight brought to you by Mason Bank, by Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, and by Mason Building and Supply. Punchers Football also sponsored by Heart of Texas Forward, Mason Punchers Club, and Laneburg Realty. Supporting our broadcast, the Commercial Bank, Hill Country Propane, Cat Track Construction. Also supporters, Pro Granatus Lawn and Landscaping, Kingdom Automotive, and Greater Texas Solar. Mason Punchers Football on Can Hill. Now to the stadium for tonight's Mason Punchers Football Game. And good evening, Puncher fans. Welcome to tonight's broadcast. We're live here, Tiger Stadium. Dripping Springs, Texas, getting ready for this area round playoff game between your Mason Punchers and the Weimer Wildcats. And uh, hello, welcome. Thanks again for joining us here on 95.3 KNL, original voice of Puncher football for over 40 years. And we are happy to continue that tradition here again tonight. And uh, listen online at knlradio.com uh, on the TuneIn radio app uh, from your smartphone or just ask Alexa or smart speaker to play. Kneo FM. Listen uh, from anywhere, any device. Will Lamberg, Michael Walker, uh, bringing you uh, play-by-play analysis, color commentary, and uh, should be uh, one of the most. I mean, we're expecting one of the most exciting matchups uh, so far this season. Other, you know, maybe that first game, you know, against Wall and, and uh, going up against Jim Ned. But uh, as far as playoff action goes, uh, you know, Weimer uh, on paper, these two teams look very similar stat-wise, uh, depth-wise. Uh, I think Weimer's got a little, little bit more uh, experience coming into to this contest uh, this season. Again, same, you know, second round of the playoffs again versus the Weimer Wildcats. Yeah, absolutely, Will. I, I stated it uh, from the beginning that uh, if we ever got into the playoffs, to so watch out for Weimer because I thought they were one of the best young teams that we faced uh, all year uh, last year. And you know, we let them hang around that first quarter or first half uh, last year when we played them, and then. Uh, your state champion punchers uh, put them away in the second half, uh, and we're able to get out of that with a with a few miscues. Um, but uh, speed uh, is definitely something that Weimer possesses. Uh, I think that these guys uh, come in here even more disciplined. Uh, obviously, uh, those sophomores uh, and and juniors that we saw last year have turned into seniors, and man, a whole slew more of sophomores on this uh, roster that we see in front of us. Um, but uh, Good underclassmen. Uh, they're obviously doing some things right down there in Weimar, Texas, uh, to prepare these kids to uh, to make uh, a deep run into the playoffs. Uh, but I hope, fortunately for them, uh, that uh, Mason Punchers uh, cut that one short and uh, the Wildcats uh, go back home packing. And the Wildcats that come into tonight's game, uh, they're ten and one on the season. Uh, they're out of uh, that District 15 2A, uh, along with. Uh, Shiner, you know, who's that first place team, uh, Yorktown, uh, I'm trying to think of the other, uh, other two in that, uh, Kennedy, uh, is one, uh, but anyway, it's, uh, you know, competitive district, Weimer, you know, they've seen some of the top talent, you know, playing against Shiner the last few years, um, and, uh, 
last year, you know, coming into this matchup, they were uh, they finished the season eight and three. The season ended when they when they faced Mason, but they bring a you know more experienced team. Uh, they got a returning quarterback. We didn't see him; he didn't start last year, but he did play against us. And right. uh, that's going to be the, kind of the, you know, one of the key players to watch uh, tonight is uh, number 16 sophomore quarterback uh, Joey Ramirez. Uh, don't have his uh, height weight list, you know, listed on the roster, but he's a big, big kid. Yeah, 6'1", 6'2", probably 240. Well, I don't know if he's two, quite that heavy. 220, 230. Uh, yeah, 230 he's anyway. A big, he's a big body out there. He can move. He can throw. Uh, so Hunters will be challenged. I mean, I remember him running the ball last year and, you know, kind of, uh, uh, not garbage time, but, uh, you know, they put him in there and, you know, he was, he was tough to bring down. But, uh, also thinking back, you know, last year, uh, you know, that, that, that game was 14 to six at one point in the second quarter. So, uh, right. Again, uh, should be an exciting game. Like I said, on paper, these teams, you know, very similar. Uh, Weimer has the edge on the win loss column. Uh, but as far as, uh, you know, I was looking, you know, both offensive stats, uh, you know, they, they, Play hard nosed football. They're physical. Uh, they run the ball well. And um, but the punchers uh, <clears throat> on the season so far coming into this this matchup, uh, very very similar. They you know we pass the ball around 25, 30 percent of the time. Uh, they do the exact same. Uh, our quarterback Matthew Kerr, uh, he's 51 percent on the season throwing the ball, 926 yards, eight touchdowns. Their quarterback 53 percent on the on the season, 790 yards, uh, eight touchdowns. Uh, he's got a few more picks. Uh, both quarterbacks, also some of the leading rushers. Uh, Matthew Kerr now has uh, close to he's got 442 yards on the ground, 13 touchdowns. Uh, their quarterback, second leading rusher, uh, 620 yards uh, on the ground. Uh, one thing to uh, all the talk this week's you know, kind of been who's who's going to be a start running back for the Weimar Wildcats. They had a you know a 1300 over 1300 yard rusher in uh, number uh, six, Ravondre Wicks, is Supposedly got in trouble this week. Uh, last week, actually. Last week. And uh, you know, played last week. No, I believe. he didn't play last okay, week. Okay, he didn't play last week. But uh, talk is uh, uh, due to that. He will not be on the field tonight. Uh, the punchers, regardless, they are they were you know in the same preparation. Uh, if he's not out there, we expect to see uh, the other senior, number three, uh, brother relative senior running back, DeAndre Wicks. Uh, looks like a little bigger back. Uh, they got 300 yards on the on the season, uh, five touchdowns. They've also got a uh, number 12 junior Reed Purdy. Uh, it will be taking off the remainder of those carries. They've also got a speedy receiver, a big tall kid, uh, ran a kickoff return for a touchdown on us last year. Uh, that'll be number three. Uh, excuse me, not number three, number eight. Uh, wide receiver Derrick Ellison. Derrick Ellison. Uh, that's who they like to go to in the air as well. Uh, Mason. Uh, uh, as far as our, you know, uh, still our leading offensive players, finally saw running back Clay Kleiner back in the mix last week. Uh, he's still the leading rusher on the season, 664 yards, 10 scores, averaging just over seven yards a carry. Uh, Jay Secker getting a lot more involved in the running game. Uh, he's right behind him, 546 yards rushing, four scores, and leads the team in average yards per carry at nearly eight. Uh, Tad Kirby, uh, Gage Watson leading the team in receiving. Uh, Tad Kirby has the most uh, – Actually, they're tied for grabs now, 15 apiece. Kirby has more yards, 364, uh, and four scores. I uh, haven't seen them go to Kirby as much. We've seen them in the short passing game. Uh, they, they got some design routes for him, but, uh, you know, Kirby's been pretty, pretty conservative, not taking, uh, we saw him take a lot of deep shots there late in district, trying to, uh, when Whit Beershaw got back involved on the offense. And, uh, so, I, one thing is you'll hear Coach McLeod say, and what they know they did well, 
uh, last, especially last week, uh, you know, they would, they would line up tight sets, run the ball three, four, five yards. And he said, you know, he was glad when they did spread it out. They were, you know, that's when they got their big plays, their big right. yardage. And so they're still able to keep that, uh, that same mix, that uh, versatility, keeps that defense from getting, getting set in and, uh, and getting comfortable in there. So, uh, that's a little bit about, uh, the matchup tonight, tell the tape. Go ahead and uh, listen to uh, uh, an interview with uh, head coach Michael McCutter this week. Of course, he kind of gave the same, you know, your head coach-like answers. Uh, you know, he, he, I think they're proud, even though the, the game got close last week, it just sounded like, you know, he was proud of his defense for kind of, you know, making the adjustment and, uh, and then the offense for, you know, getting that long last drive of the game to kind of, you know, to kind of give him that victory. Again, 41-20 to 20 over the thrall. Uh, Coach's pregame show brought to you by Kingdom Automotive. <clears throat> Mason's best-kept secret is out. Kingdom Automotive has all your domestic and foreign auto repairs needs covered. Next to Land, Texas on the San Antonio Highway, Kingdom will get you back on the road again. And uh, here's a, a bit of an interview with head coach Michael McLeod this week. Coach McLeod, welcome back, and um, uh, glad to have you back this week. Sorry we missed you last week while you were at that district meeting. If, if you'd like to talk about that a little bit, please do. Uh, congratulations on that first playoff uh, victory last week against Thrall, and I thought the team, you know, finished that game really well. But kind of, kind of give us your your thoughts on it. <clears throat> what you know, how you thought about your team's performance? How did we get out of there health wise, and uh, how that might affect us this week? Yeah, I thought the uh, you know boys came out ready to play. Uh, you know, early on got some uh, some things go our way. Ball fell our way. Got of course on the kickoff. Got the fumble and uh, thought we had, you know, short field and thought we were going to be able to take advantage of uh, short field, just, you know, whether it be, you know, first playoff game jitters, you know, whatever the case may be, you know, we end up fumbling two of the snaps and, and uh, turning it over on downs um, and then come back and get a fumble after that short field and end up getting three points out of it. You know, obviously we'd like to have uh, 11 more points than what we got, especially with two short fields, but you know, we didn't, uh, but our kids didn't panic. They, uh, they continue to play well. You know, and uh, we came back, was able to move the ball here and there and, and uh, you know, just started executing. And then, you know, they got that late touchdown um, in the first half and completed really just two big balls and kind of won a, uh, a one-on-one matchup two times, two critical times, and, and it set them up for the score. And, and so, you know, really, you know, all in all, it, it wasn't a – I mean, it's just you're going to have plays like that. You're going to have drives like that where, you know, we're getting into playoffs where they're obviously – uh, the guys on the field are equally as talented as us, and sometimes they're going to win those battles. Um, and so we just got to, you know, kind of hunker down. But they got that late score uh, in the first half, and then, uh, you know, kind of came out flat after half, uh, you know, kind of went three and out pretty quick, and then they again ended up getting another score. Um, it got pretty close, you know. and But, you know, our kids, uh, you know, that's what we've been talking about all year is consistency and, and execution and, and uh, you know, it kind of come out a little bit. I mean, uh, but nonetheless, our kids took care of business when it was time to take care of business. Um, you know, it's something definitely for us to learn. Um, you can always learn no matter what part of the year it is. And, and so we've been obviously trying to uh, work on that this week um, during practice, uh, doing some one-on-one stuff, obviously in individuals on the defensive side, and then just trying to pick the energy up and the execution rate up on offense and, and really try to drive home the mentality of, Anytime we get a turnover on defense, it needs to be points on the board for for our football team. Um, you know, whether it be a turnover on on special teams like we got or a turnover on uh, defense, we've got to be able to take advantage and, and put that you know 
put those drives uh, to rest and 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 uh, finish them. Um, but you know, kids did uh, you know they played well. You know, ended up uh, beating them 41-20, um, and you know, just it was exciting and and uh, good to get our feet wet there. You know, everybody's been anticipating. You know, it's when you play 16 games and six of them in the postseason. I mean, that's really what everybody craves. And so uh, you can tell it out of our kids. You know, they know what's coming. They know what to expect. Um, you know, some of those seniors have played a lot of football in that postseason. Um, and so, I mean, they've played a whole another season worth of postseason games. Um, and so they know what the season, where, you know, I guess uh, where the butter is on the bread. You know, it's in that postseason. And that's, uh, they were, I could tell they had a different excitement um, in their eyes when when we got there, and and that was nice to see. Um, and so it's good. It's going to be exciting moving forward from here. Uh, you know, we got a talented Weimar team uh, coming up this week, and uh, uh, they got a lot of guys returning. Um, and so uh, it'll be you know another fun week, uh, and uh, see if we can uh, fix some of the things we didn't do well last week, and continue to do the things we do well, um, and get another playoff victory. So yeah, if you would uh, kind of talk about this this uh, this week's matchup, Weimer uh, ten and one on the season. Obviously, looks like one of the you know obviously it could be one of the best opponents uh, Mason will face. Uh, they look very uh, you know statistically uh, very similar. You know both offense and defense uh, to some of the stats uh, that we've been compiling this season. You know for Mason, kind of what can you tell us about this? Uh, you said they're more experienced coming back. Uh, they got some athletes. Sounds like they may be you know missing a running back. Uh, just heard some talk, but kind of what. What do you know on the inside? Uh, you can tell us about uh, the matchup with Weimer. Uh, so, you know, they've kind of had some – only thing I know is they kind of have some sickness down there as well. I know they had a few guys out. You know, we've had some sickness here in town um, with the flu going around. But, um, you know, I fully anticipate them having a full squad ready to roll. Obviously, there's some talk about maybe the running back not being there. Um, you know, we're going into it and expecting him to be there. Uh, I'm not going to speculate or, you know, try to uh, jump the gun on that. You know, we're going to still do the same stuff, uh, prepare as if he's re- he's there. That way, regardless if he's there or not, we're, we're prepared and we're a step ahead. Um, you know, the quarterback, he's a sophomore, I believe, uh, returner from last year. He ended up playing a little bit in, the, in our playoff game last year um, versus Weimer. And, and uh, <clears throat> you know, we've got to see him on film. And uh, he's he's really athletic, really talented, kind of a big quarterback. So, um, you know, we're going to have to focus on tackling him, being great tacklers um, when he, you know, wants to run the ball. Um, they got number eight receiver, um, just really athletic, um, really athletic and skillful guy, can jump up and time the ball up, great ball skills, uh, very fast. If he gets out in the open field, um, you know, he can be really dangerous. But uh, then again, you get him uh, corralled in with a, a bunch of uh, horseshoe M's around him, you know, he's he's not quite as fast. So, Obviously, we're going to try to be physical with him. I think that'll uh, play to our advantage, be physical with him and, and be great tacklers on the quarterback. And then offensively for us, we're, we're just going to have to uh, we're going to have to execute, period. You know, their defense is really fast. Uh, they pride themselves on running the football. Um, you know, some teams had some success on misdirection. Usually when it off, or a defense is really fast, you know, you try to misdirection them, get them flowing one way and hit them back the other. So, you know, that'll be a key, being able to execute some of the counters and stuff and, uh, uh, you know, just run right at them. I mean, we're going to have to run right at them in misdirection um, and be able to execute that way. You know, there's some chance of moisture, and, and the moisture played a factor last week. Um, a few balls slipping around here and there. 
uh, on both sides of the ball for us last week. And, and so this week I expect, you know, that turf to be wet again and that ball to be wet. So, uh, you know, it'll be, <clears throat> it'll be who can consistently run the ball that more than likely will win the game. Um, obviously I f- uh, feel confident our ability to run the ball, you know, they're going to be, they're going to have a bunch of guys in the box. And so, you know, really, if you look at last week, most of our success run the ball, um, our biggest plays came uh, when, you know, we kind of had them spread out. So, uh, you know, <clears throat> we'll, uh, it'll be hopefully a, a, a balanced taste of, you know, getting guys in the box and running right at them and, and taking our four and five yards that we can consistently get four and five and just, you know, be able to control that drive and put in the end zone, which is what you saw late in the game last week. Um, and so doing that and then obviously getting some of our athletes in space, you know, Matthew Kerr again in space and Clay Claren in space, Jace Ecker in space, um, you know, getting Tad the ball in space and, and uh, just going to work and, and just really it's all about execution on offense. And so I think, I think we'll be better for it this week. Uh, they've had a great week of practice. You know, had, we've had some guys missing, but, uh, you know, some of those guys that have, that have missed are seniors and, and, you know, they're experienced and they're veterans and they, they know how to handle those situations. And so, uh, you know, it, it'll, be, it'll be another fun atmosphere. You know, that stadium's really nice. And, uh, you know, I expect a, a, a good, hard-fought game and uh, hope we can move on to the next week. Absolutely, Coach. I look forward to it, and good luck uh, this Friday down in Dripping Springs. Uh, we'll be down there uh, bringing you the coverage, and uh, I'll be looking forward to doing, doing this again next week. Good luck. All right, we're back here live in Dripping Springs, Texas. Tiger Stadium, uh, what another great uh, complex, you know, for these uh, teams and for the punchers. Uh, we're up here in a, you know, it's a brand new, or looks feels brand new facility behind glass, a very nice press box and uh, artificial turf. Uh, not gonna, doesn't look like it's going to be uh, wet uh, weather-related tonight. looks uh, fairly dry, so uh, should be good traction out there, ball control. Uh, that was uh, head coach Michael McLeod. Uh, we're going to take a two-minute commercial break. And to come back with uh, keys to the game, starting lineups, and uh, you're listening to Mason Puncher play a football here on 95.3 KNL. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. He's on the 30. He's on the 20. He's on the 10. It's a touchdown. There's nothing like football. The lights, the cheers of the crowd, and getting a chance to see our local athletes and kids give it all they've got. Come to a game. Support our local schools. The Commercial Bank. A better way to bank. Member FDIC. Visit us online at tcbmason.com. For the very best in Mexican food, stop in at Nacho's Cafe in Mason. Located at 804 Fort McCabot, Nacho's is open 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. seven days a week, serving the very best in Mexican cuisine along with homemade tortillas. Nacho's Cafe is famous for their fajitas. Choose beef, chicken, shrimp, or a combination served up with pico de gallo and all the fixings. Come and see them today. Nachos Cafe, 804 Fort McCavitt in Mason. You'll be glad you did. 
The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, Flag Corps, Puncher Pete, and the Twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the punchers. All right, we're back here live, getting ready for this area round uh, game here between two uh, Division One, two A teams, Mason Punchers, Weimar Wildcats. Both teams uh, now on the field uh, doing their last minute pregame warmups. Uh, expect this one to get started uh, a little earlier. And uh, again, earlier we're talking about kind of the matchup, but uh, uh, now we're going to kind of get into the, uh, the keys of the game, you know, for the punchers and uh, what they're going to need to do here tonight, uh, you know, to it's you know expect this to be a close game, a hard fought game. Uh, we hope they come in here and just dominate, you know, from play one and, and uh, get up get up with an early lead. But uh, I expect they're gonna they're gonna face another tough test here against Swammer, uh second season in a row. Yeah, no doubt. Well, uh, keys again are brought to you by Cat Track Construction. Cat Track Construction can clear land, build roads, tanks, or any job that requires heavy equipment experts. Call Levi Munthal at three two five three four seven twenty one seventy four today. Cat Track Construction. They'll get it all cleared up for you. Uh, yeah, well, I think uh, from my perspective, the keys of the game tonight uh, are going to be a continuation of what we talked about uh, kind of all season. Um, you've got to make sure that uh, uh, you're efficient uh, from a penalty standpoint and limit the number of flags that are thrown on the field and, and plays that are called against you. Uh, we negated a few calls last week uh, again. Uh, I think we we had eight flags maybe. Yeah, um, eight, flag, eight flags. There was eight flags. Five yards to leave. Yeah, and uh, you know that's a that's a significant drop off from where we had been. I'll I'll grant them that. Uh, but we've been averaging uh, ten to twelve flags per game uh, and over a hundred yards, and we've got to uh, keep that to a minimum. I think from an offensive perspective, in my uh, in, in an offensive perspective, also uh, is one that uh, you know Coach McLeod touched on, and you know I wasn't able to be there at the interview, but. Uh, Something I already had in my head was just the speed of this of this defense. Uh, the efficiency of blocking is, is going to have to be spot on uh, relative to where we have been in some instances. Uh, we weren't able to run miss, much misdirection plays. A lot of the plays that we had last week were full full on, uh, had an intent destination when the ball was snapped, and uh, those those direct plays were getting us those two and three yards, uh, which is good downhill blocking. Uh, if, if we're, if we're incorporating more misdirection, we've struggled with that against the, uh, higher speed defenses, uh, that we saw in pre-district. Now, I understand that was, you know, eight weeks ago or better, but, but still, um, we've got to make sure that, uh, we're on those, on those, uh, uh, pull blocks and those types of things that we're getting to the spot, uh, and getting those, get in front of those guys, uh, and not allowing their speed to, uh, to work to their advantage. Offensively, Matthew Kerr is going to have to continue to progress and stay efficient in what he does, whether it's running the football or whether it's uh, throwing the football. Uh, you know, you and I called out a couple of times last week where uh, if he'd have taken off just a nickel sooner or if he would have waited just a nickel longer, um, you know, and I know those are touchy situations. And we, he saw more pressure in the pocket than he had in the five weeks prior to that. To that. And so um, making those adjustments, and he did a lot better the second half, I thought, of making those adjustments. And I think that was why that game was never out of hand for the punchers. But uh, unfortunately, it did get close there 
late in the third quarter. So I think uh, from that standpoint, uh, if you were going to dummy those down and, and simplify them in one word, uh, keep the penalties off the field, make sure you're blocking, and defense uh, is going to have to keep you in the game. Yeah, I'm kind of in alignment there, uh, especially when it comes to penalties. And here, here's a, just an interesting – I've got the, the season totals on those penalty yards. Okay. You know, I broke down offense defense. 677 yards total penalties, 507 on the offensive side, 170 on the defensive. Wow. That's the breakdown. And so that tells you, you know, yeah, where that focus needs to be. Yeah. And and then it goes into, yeah, uh, obviously I expect – I really think, you know, after talking with Coach McLeod this week, I think the things they're doing on the defensive, you know, schematically, and, and the things they've been doing years – you know, he's the same defensive coordinator he was last year. Right. And how he's trying to – you know, the way they mix up that defense, the way they also keep it simple. But they, sure. they say mixed coverage is out there, uh, but their adjustments are slight, even on you know, their substitutions. And I think, uh, you know, they'll be able to, to take on this. Well, you know, they're 30% pass, 70% run, but they're going to run a lot of shotgun, uh, tray right, trips right, uh, they'll line up in the eye. But I, they're going to be in that 3-4. They're going to, you know, they're going to be able to make those adjustments, even if, if the team is driving on them. Certainly. Now, I keep the game. I think it comes out between the quarterback play. I mean, you got two very similar quarterbacks out there. Two big body kids. They can both run. They can both throw. I think it's whoever makes the smart decisions, protects the football. And uh, Mason getting ready to take the field here. Yeah, Weimer's already ready to go. Captains are lined up already. Uh, the wind is howling out of the north. Uh, it's about blowing five to, or I mean, uh, ten to fifteen miles an hour in gusts uh, like form uh, from north to south. And we are sitting on the west side of this field. Uh, looking across as uh, Mason is the visitor here tonight. They're fixing to get ready to run out of their tunnel. Mason's going to be wearing uh, white jerseys, white helmets, purple pants, and purple numbers. Uh, Weimer is in uh, their maroon jerseys with uh, kind of a cream color or tan color number and then uh, white pants. And so uh, uh, we're going to get this one underway pretty quick here uh, as it looks like they're probably going to do the – I don't even see a ref on the field. Yeah, I don't think they're ready to do the coin toss. I mean, we're, we're four minutes out uh, on the scoreboard from this. Uh, good news. Uh, start. Good news coming into this game. Uh, everybody's back as far as uh, you know, healthy back from injury. As good as we can ask for this this uh, part of the season. Uh, everybody's been back, cleared to play, and uh, other than some you know some flu cases this week that may have some players. Uh, not quite 100%, maybe not even starting. I uh, heard Clay Clarner had flu, uh, Ross Cortez and what Birchall had early in the week. Expect them to be back uh, closer to 100%. But uh, got the depth chart, uh, the, uh, the full depth chart out there tonight. We're going to go ahead and do the national anthem, take a 60-second commercial break. Be right back with the opening kickoff. The University Interscholastic League would like to thank its corporate sponsors. Without the generous support of these sponsors, many UIL activities would not be possible. The UIL gives special thanks to Balfour, Baylor Scott & White, Dairy Max, Dairy Queen, Ford, Box Sports Southwest, Gatorade, Hellas Construction, Max Preps, the NFHS Network, Nike, Register My Athlete, Spalding, and Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. These generous corporate sponsors support the UIL in all its activities, music, academics, and athletics. The UIL appreciates these sponsors and their participation in all that the UIL does in Texas extracurricular activities. On behalf of the UIL and its corporate sponsors, 
Thank you for supporting UIL activities in your community and enjoy the game. Back here uh, in Dripping Springs, where uh, your Mason Punchers are going to take on these Weimer Wildcats. Uh, again, we got both teams on the field ready to go on this one, uh, and uh, the refs uh, just run out uh, right there before the national anthem. And uh, your Mason Punchers are walking towards the center of the field, and Will's going to get you your captains. My captains for the Punchers: Senior number sixty-two, Sloan Salt; number fifty-five, Elijah Penner. Number 32, K.O. Tedder, and number 54, Jack Tedder, all senior captains out there uh, for tonight's punchers. Uh, those uh, <clears throat> captains sponsored by Greater Texas Solar. If your electric bill is making your temperature rise, Greater Texas Solar has a solution to reduce or eliminate your monthly electric bill. Call 512-649-4925 for your no-obligation free energy consultation. You know, I was uh, talking about how we, you know, we got everybody back healthy injury uh, may have some kids affected by the flu this week um, hopefully we'll see our you know that, that true starting lineup out there to start this game tonight well and the key to that is just keeping those kids hydrate, hydrated through the game uh, it's a uh, it's a challenge sometime again if you're just joining us uh, we're doing the coin toss here and uh, it looks like uh, Weimer. Weimer has uh, won the toss and they are going to receive the football uh, and Mason's going to kick it off with the wind. Uh, they're going to kick off from our left to right, and uh, Weimer is going to receive, and they will progress this first uh, possession of the game from right to left. Um, tonight, that uh, tells you what, you know, the, the mentality between these two teams, obviously we would want to play defense first. Weimer elects to uh, receive the football. Play offense. Uh, they want to yeah, test that, so that's a – that's part of this matchup. I say a big key tonight. Uh, if number uh, if number six is truly out, uh, their stud running back. Uh, I would say let's uh, turn our eyes to Derek Ellison as uh, he tore us up uh, there for a little bit last year uh, as a sophomore, and he comes in as a junior this year. No, he, excuse me. He came in yeah. as a he's a senior this year, and so he's going to go back to receive this one again. Uh, Mason wearing uh, purple helmets. I mean, white helmets, uh, white jerseys, purple pants, and uh, purple numbers. Uh, Weimer wearing uh, maroon helmets, maroon jerseys, and white pants. And again, uh, yeah, back seat to receive for the Wildcats, number eight, uh, Derek Ellison, and number seven, Jose Ramirez, for the relation of him and uh, the sophomore quarterback, Joey Ramirez, who will uh, call him a lot. Here tonight, Puncher Kick Team trying to get the fans going. Cal Montoya surveys right and left, lowers the hand. Short approach, short kick, right side of the field. Fielded at the 25 by number nine, tackled as he gets past the 30 at the Deontay Foster. And Wilder Wildcats will have the ball start the game. And we're going to spot this one about the 30 yard line. Uh, is where they'll have first and ten for their first possession. We'd also like to thank uh, Mason Building Supply and Rental, uh, your hometown general store, Willow Creek Cafe, homestyle cooking at its best, open seven days a week. Weimer comes out quickly from the huddle. They spread out five wide as Ramirez in the shotgun all alone. Takes the direct snap. Now being chased. Those, oh, it's it's up, still, still by Clay Clarner. 
he was absolutely. Playing. That's a good way to start right there. Clay Claner just drops back into coverage as uh, they were expecting him to blow the line right there. And uh, the tight end comes off the line, and the quarterback could not get it high enough as Clay Claner goes up to grab that one. It's going to be an interception for Mason. They're going to have the ball inside Weimer territory as they start their first possession of this game. First what a takeaway with uh, about 10 seconds yeah. off the clock there. First play of the game, Mason gets a turnover. They come out, double tight end set, full T backfield, and they give it to the fullback. Looks like uh, Jose Valdez over the right side. Man, what a good run right there. And get that across the 40 down to about the, excuse me, the 37-yard line. Great lead blocking on that play by uh, um, Gage Watson. He comes down and takes the corner uh, from the receiver position. or from, Actually, he's playing tight end, I guess. Uh, and there was 11 men in the box, and we pushed it right around the right side. That's a huge gain of five yards there. Second and five. Second and five, 11-17. Uh, Not too much time off the clock. Flag comes in as the punchers break the huddle. There's still 12 seconds on the play clock. And they're going to call 12 men in the huddle on Mason. 12 men on the field. And so uh, that's going to back them up. That's going to negate uh, the, the yard. That's a 10-yard penalty. That was interesting. You saw Gage Watson go off the field, and two players come on along with Kerr bringing in the play. 12 men in the huddle. So that's going to bring up second down and 10 for the punchers. The ball's placed back on the 43-yard line. Kerr will be under center. High formation behind him. Twin receivers to the right on the near side. And off right side, Clay Kleiner looking for room. Spurts through an opening. He's down near the first down marker at the 35, the 34-yard line. Great gain of nine, uh, seven yards right there. Well, I know that's eight yards. All the way down to the 39, like Will said. Brings up a third down in two. So uh, got the penalty back plus some. Make this a third and manageable situation. Again, Mason Punchers on their first possession of the ball game. Uh have it in Weimer territory, third down and two from the 34-yard 30, uh, 30, line. Ring T set, curve from under center. They go to Tad Kirby on the end around from the wing back. That's Gage. And uh, he gets the corner and has the first. Man, what a way to block, move the first. Uh, uh-oh. And Oscar Ortiz is, uh, is down on the field. Uh, he got rolled up on on the near side here on that misdirection. Uh, Gage Watson uh, did a really good job of skirting that first uh, Weimer player. See what Gage Watson or what Oscar Ortiz, man, this would be a huge loss on both yeah. sides of the line here. Just could not get up. Uh, just kind of face down, legs bent. Now he rolls over on his back. Let's uh, uh, let's let's thank some of our sponsors real quick. Why uh, uh, they're ten and two, Oscar Ortiz. Uh, some of our, our our sponsors for the playoffs. FindARanch.com, helping you find your Texas ranch. Nachos Cafe, Buzz Fajitas and Mason, open seven days a week. And they say go punchers. Cat Track Construction, the heavy equipment experts. Call Levi Munsell at 325-347-3174 today. They'll get it all cleared up for you. Mason Funeral Home, proud supporters of the Mason Punchers. Heart of Texas Ford, where every deal comes straight from the heart. Nine Bar Land and Cattle, find us at WeSellRanchLand.com. Oscar Ortiz is able to get up and walk off on his own accord. Uh, he's to put weight down on both those legs. So that's a good sign. Uh, Ortiz is definitely a leader on both sides of the ball. Uh, one of the leading tacklers on the team. Also a great offensive lineman. Third-year starter. And he generally 
Yeah, huge, the field. huge loss there. We'll keep you uh, up to date on what's going on there. If you're just joining us, Weimer took the first possession of the game and on their first play throws an interception across the middle of the field to Clay Clarner. Punchers are now on their first drive deep into Weimer territory where they've got a first and ten. Uh, Weimer 31, toss sweep right side. Clay Clarner avoids a tackle in the backfield. Now he's running downhill, breaking tackles, high-stepping inside the 20, down near the 15-yard line. Should be another first down. Oh, absolutely, Will. As uh, he gains uh, almost 17 yards on the play, takes it all the way down to the 11-yard line or 12-yard line where it'll be first and 10 for the punchers. Man, they are wearing out the right side of of that offensive line uh, or defensive line, excuse me, with... uh, like my, right over there with Michael Longoria, Jack Tedder. Yeah, that's the uh, opposite of where we've been seeing them run all season. Uh, but, uh, man, Puncher's doing a good job here on this first drive of just running the football. They come out strong side left, twin receivers, and they toss it to Jason Eckert. Has daylight in front of him trying to get the edge and hit hard as he turns up field at the five. Jarek Ellison on the far side over there just utilized his speed to knock him out of bounds. But uh, that's not going to be uh, – it's going to be a gain of eight yards on the play. Punchers can get another first down without scoring a touchdown, uh, but they are sitting on the four-yard line is where Mason Punchers have gotten their first drive with uh, nine minutes on the clock still in this first quarter. Second down, only two to go. They're at the four-yard line. Two tight ends set, eye formation behind Curry. Calls his own number, keeps it himself. Untouched. Into the end zone, touchdown, Punchers i got to turn your rock band down for a minute. Hey, we're celebrating. No, no, no. That's their band that's celebrating. Um, touchdown punchers right there. That's the way to do it. Make a statement. Uh, come out here and take it, have a takeaway uh, on uh, on Weimer's opening drive. Almost said Thorndale. On Weimer's opening drive and uh, being able to uh, capitalize on that. That was something that we didn't do last week. We had two takeaways that uh, we drove down the field and could not get punched in. And Mason Punchers uh, make that correction coming into this week. Man, what efficient running game there was to both sides of the field. And Punchers come out. They're going to go for the two-point conversion. Flag is thrown. They're going to have a delay of game. Yeah, hit zero. And, uh, again, from four yards out, Matthew Kerr gets the first touchdown of the night on a quarterback keeper. Just stood up and uh, ran nearly uh, untouched into the end zone. That first uh, score out of the ball game brought to you by the Commercial Bank. Commercial Bank is proud to sponsor the Mason Puncher playoff games. Come out and see us or find us on the web at tcbmason.com. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Now we're going to uh, see. Now we're going to see Comentoya uh, put a foot in one here. I, I think that was just kind of a setup. See if they could get it run before the play clock went down. But uh, Montoya should be good from this distance. The wind's at his back. Could we be? Older man, they got close to blocking a bit, but uh, Montoya drills it through. Mason leads Weimer seven to nothing with 8:48 remaining in the first quarter, and all set up by that uh, interception by Clay Clerner, first play of the game. And uh, again, just kind of a a strange call. I expected them; they spread it out with no back set. Sure, I just expected that quarterback to you know do it throw. The only way they hurt us last week was out of that formation. 
just figured they watched some film, and I guess they just expected us to. Absolutely. You know, I saw the quarterback come flying over here and uh, immediately started throwing the football. So I, I don't know if he acted like that ball slipped out of his hands or what it was, but uh, uh, to the punchers, uh, it was a positive. As, uh, like you said, Clay Claner uh, doing the bulk of the work on that drive and being able to, to uh, take them into the end zone was Matthew Kerr untouched right up the middle from four yards out. Toya teamed it up for the second time tonight. We missed the uh, first uh, kickoff uh, of the game. The second kickoff of the game brought to you by Hill Country <laughs> Propane Inc. Hill Country Propane Inc. is the place for gas logs, fireplaces, grills, installation, and repair. On the web at hillcountrypropaneinc.com style service solutions. Matoya, another push kick. Fielded at the 30. Brought straight up the middle of the field and tackled as uh, he gets the, the shot of the 40-yard line. We'd also like to thank Dipstick, Tyron Lou, uh, for supporting the punchers. It's a great day to be a puncher. Willow Creek Cafe, homestyle cooking at its best, open seven days a week. Uh, Mason Bank, welcome home to Mason Bank. The choice since 1904. Hunter's uh, leading earlier 7-0 to zero over the Wildcats. Wildcats back on offense. Received the opening kickoff. Threw an interception now. Ramirez, he'll be under center. Broken eye formation. Two wide out. They toss sweep it right side to number 12. That's uh, Purdy. Reed Purdy. Takes it out across the 40 to the 42. And if you're listening, uh, that is the Weimer band in the background. They are jamming out. They hadn't stopped playing since they <laughs> since they got in the stand. Trying to pick up the Mason band when they are playing. That was a gain of three on the play right there as uh, Weimer looks to the sideline, 20 on the play clock. And uh, we are seven minutes and 52 seconds uh, before the end of this first quarter. Your Mason punchers are on top, seven to nothing. Two receivers left, one right. Ramirez in the shotgun. Takes a snap. Zone read. Looking to throw. Pulls it down, and he's sacked. Back at the just past the forty yard line. Yeah, that's going to negate the last play. Is that's going to take them back uh, almost to the original line of scrimmage? It's going to be third down and eight for Weimer. I guess he got it back to the original line of scrimmage. He's a big, tall kid. Uh, he's probably six two, but two thirty probably. And uh, when he falls forward, he can get uh, two yards pretty easy. Ellison out here on uh, on the near side. Uh-oh. Like Weimer's calling a... Weimer calls their uh, first... I don't know. Maybe taking the delay of game there. Uh, no signal. Uh, White Hat threw a flag and then picked it up. Yeah, they it, was the a, back. it was a delay of game yeah, uh, on Weimer. Man, that was a fast 25-second clock. Moves uh, back to the 36. Brings up third down and 13. Ellison, Ellison out here by himself. And uh, Kyle Montoya is in press coverage. Ramirez looks to the sideline, gets the play. Marks to the line. Snap. Ramirez rolls to his left. Throws short, caught at the side. Oh. Big hit out there by Ryland Jordan. Ryland hits him, but uh, couldn't take him down. I don't know. But Ryland uh, gave it uh, all of uh, his buck 75 that he's got to offer there. And uh, hit him right in the numbers and um, for no gain on the play. Uh, brings Jordan, up a fourth down and 11. Uh, Jordan's second leading tackler on the puncher defense behind Sloan Stoltz. Stoltz comes with 81 tackles, 20 solo. Jordan, 79 tackles. Now with a 21 solo 
for himself. Clay is going to be back at their own 30-yard line to uh, receive this punt. A good punt by the quarterback. Fielded at the 26. Finder takes it left side. Has the sideline and looks like oh, Ouch. looks like he was out of bounds, but he just runs over. Uh, looks like number sixty or that ninety eighty two maybe yeah. from on the roster. Just uh, lowered his shoulder and ran over somebody as he's going out of bounds. I mean, just completely mowed him down. Bunchers will have it first and ten from their own forty five yard line. So a good uh, nearly fifteen yard return there by Clay Clarner. Good to see him. Out there after hearing you had the flu, yeah, absolutely. Uh, here late in the week. If you're just joining us, you've missed quite a bit already. Is uh, the punchers have stopped Weimer on their first two possessions? The first one, first play of the game was an interception. That was just a three and out right there. Mason's got the football once again. Weimer looking to blitz, and they were uh, all offside. They are way behind the neutral zone. Yeah, and Weimer in to take the handoff uh, from a defensive perspective. They were coming hard on the blitz. And offsides, Weimer, that'll give the punchers first and five, leading seven to zero here in the first, 637, remaining in the first quarter. And here goes the sideline play. Just to finish some of these out, Laneburg Realty, uh, choice of the Hill Country since 1975, and proud supporter of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Wing T set, Birch will split wide right. And they tried to motion Watson out there. Play blown dead. And that's going to be a call start. Is that on Watson? He was just being, going out in motion, but uh, I didn't see any other movement. I don't understand that one, Will. Uh, they were calling illegal motion. No, they called it false start is what they call it. I don't know if uh, maybe he ran into the, uh, to the, to the right guard on that, on that play. Uh, didn't quite see what happened there, but uh, nonetheless, it brings up first and ten. A uh, ball sits on uh, Mason's 45-yard line, uh, where they'll have uh, first and ten. The receivers left side, put back to they go fullback toss sweep to Jay Secker, lowers the boom, pushes the pile. He's out across the midfield into Weimer territory, pick up of about six or seven. That ball crosses midfield, like Will said, and all the way down to the uh, 40 or about the 47-yard line of Weimer or 48-yard line, where it'll be uh, second down and four. Again, uh, going back to those first two possessions by Weimer, number six, not out there. They're leading rusher on the season. And Hunter's come out wing, or excuse me, broken eye. Wing back, Tad Kirby. They give it to the fullback straight up to the gut. Trying to get that first down at the 45, and it looks like they're going to be just short. Man, he's going to be real close there. I'll tell you what, offensive line playing with a lot of confidence out there on this first, on this second possession of the game, uh, really moving some bodies around, doing a really good job uh, uh, giving that uh, running back a place to go. Uh, now there's been a guy get loose a time or two, but you're going to have to break some of that one-on-one if you want to be successful. Big third down and two right here, ball inside Weimar territory. Tight end set, pro-eye formation. Kirk keeps it again on the sneak, has the first, down to the about the 43-yard line. Gets the first and a couple. Oh, the ball came out oh. right there is what they're saying. Uh, they're saying the ball came out. It's going to be uh, Weimer football on the uh, 44-yard line where they'll have uh, first and 10. Didn't see that ball. Matthew Kerr lost the football. Uh, as he went to go to the ground there. Uh, that's, that's something we struggled with a couple of times this season, 
Uh, we've seen them try to subscribe for that extra yard. Uh, Clanner had a fumble last week uh, doing the same thing. you got to protect that football. Weimer, first and ten on their third possession of the ball game. Three receivers set. Direct snap to the quarterback. He runs to his right. Ooh, big cut that's over there. That's how you tackle the big guy. Yeah, no doubt. Take his legs out. Uh, good job that time by Jose Valdez as uh, he just – Ty Spencer. Or Ty Spencer, yeah, excuse me. came up. Uh, long way down there, that field. Well, <laughs> and, and had, a four, had a four. Far side of the field. <laughs> uh, but uh, took him out right there. As uh, no, not much yardage gained. It's just going to bring up uh, second down and eight for Weimer. They just over their own 45-yard yeah. line. That's first design quarterback run we've seen. Weimer, uh, he's not built. He doesn't. He doesn't have a tremendous amount of speed. No, he's just big, and that's how you tackle him. Though second and eight, Ramirez, quick oh, throw left man. side, and uh, they get out across the 50 down to about the 47. My shot. goodness. Uh, uh, Right over our defensive end. Yeah, I was trying to think that who that was. Uh, just Jay Secker. Jay Secker nearly got a paw on that. Uh, as it, it barely cleared his fingertips. Nonetheless, playing, third, with, uh, third, both, playing with both hands this week, too. Yeah, third down and three for Weimer, just over the 50-yard line. Their first time in Mason territory. Ball sits on the 47. Mason's still leading 7-0, to 437 left in the first quarter. Weimer looks to the sideline. Our team, uh, all the skill players anyway, linemen are set. Seven seconds on the play clock. On the same page there. Ramirez uh, calling for a timeout, which they take. Take our first commercial timeout of the ball game. And uh, Puncher is leading 7-0. We'll be back in 30 seconds. Here on 95.3, Kane Yale. Hi, it's Angela and Chase from Willow Creek Cafe in Mason. If you haven't visited us yet, this is your personal invitation to come in soon for some home cooking at its best. Oh, yeah. We offer just about anything you could want for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., seven days a week. Every day. And if you know us already, we thank you for being our customer. So come see us. We love our customers. Willow Creek on the northeast corner of Mason Square. All right, we're back here live. 421 left in the first quarter. Mason leads Weimer 7-0. Weimer just took their first timeout of the ball game. Mason, third down and two situation. Ramirez, shotgun, three receivers. Those right side, short. In, oh. in, in and out of hands of number five, incomplete. That was intended for uh, number five, Nunu Wilson, sophomore receiver. Whip Bearsville causing the, or adding the extra pressure there as uh, he knew he was about to get hit, heard footsteps. They're going to go for it here on fourth down at just across midfield. Um, Weimer looking to the sideline, 25 on the play clock, 417 on the game clock. Mason Punchers lead this one 7 to nothing. Mason does have one takeaway as they intercepted the first pass of the game or first play of the game from Weimer. I'd like to let that play clock get down within five. Quick throw again, right side, same play. And through the hands of number five again, incomplete. Ball goes over. Whip will put the smack down on him right there, too. I'm not so sure if he would have put his, if he'd have caught it in the air, if he'd have been able to maintain it, uh, because Whip put him on his head as uh, he was able to hit him uh, around the waist. This is going to transfer the ball over to your punchers, uh, where they'll have first and ten on the 48 yard line. Good field position to start this uh, third possession of the ball game. Quarterback hit that receiver in the hands twice. Ball goes over on downs. Matthew Kerr go from under center. High formation behind him. 
Twin receivers left side, Montoya and Watson. Snap. And off right side, Clay Clutter, big hole, follow the lead blocker, makes some cuts. Oh, my goodness. He's in the middle of the field, two men to beat, puts the defenders down to the 10-yard line, Clay Clerner. Big run. The fastest kid on the field caught him, Derrick Ellison. Uh, he comes all the way across from getting blocked at the 40. But humongous hole, humongous cut back there for Clay Clarner, number 41. He takes the ball all the way down to the 10. Uh, About a 45-yard yeah, pick up there. Great run, great acceleration. I'd say that ankle's healed um, by looking at that uh, play there, Will. 3.47 on the clock. Punchers are threatening. Uh, once more, uh, they lead this one seven to nothing. High formation. Triple I backfield behind Kerr. Two tight ends. And off right side. Clark. Oh, he dropped the, dropped the ball on the exchange. Weimer says they have it. And if so, that'll be the second fumble, consecutive fumble by the punchers. In, from the 10 Man. yard line. And, what a, uh, what a, what a late. Uh, Man, ball he, goes over. You have a big run like that, uh, you know, but uh, Weimer deep in their own territory now as they're inside the 10-yard line. They'll have this one first and 10. But uh, Mason put the ball on the ground twice now. So they're in position that time. That's just a uh... – anyway, got to play some defense, boys. Trips receivers left side. Ramirez has a shotgun, and they just give it to the tailback straight up the middle. And that looks like number three, DeAndre Wicks. Pick up of about one or two on the carry. Yeah, they're going to give him uh, just, uh, looks like the 11-yard line. So it's going to be two-yard gain on the play. Brings up a second down and eight from the 11-yard line. They're deep in their own territory. Three wide to the near side. Oscar Ortiz still uh, out of the game. Jack Tedder, Elijah Penner in there on the three-man front. Very straight drive back, setting up the receiver screen to Ellison. Good play as he's tackled in the backfield. Oh, the ball comes out once more. White has his thing. They're down, though, unfortunately. Man, that ball was on the ground, I thought. Uh, good job that time by Tad Kirby as he was able to try, uh, just trail his man on the cutback and was able to avoid the block as he tackles him for a loss. This is ball. It's going to be a third down and 13 from the uh, six-yard line. And uh, they'll have a shotgun. Trey formation, two receivers right, one left. Ramirez changes the play at the line of scrimmage. Takes a snap in his own end zone. Throws off the back foot right side up for Ellison. And looks like, oh, incomplete. I thought he came down with it. So did I. Uh, he, so he Ellison had to come back through the ball. He's hurt, though. Uh, he's down. Uh, not good at all as uh, he hit the ground face first. Went up high. Over there. Oh, yeah, I mean, ball and tons I'm... of elevation there. I thought it was going over their heads. He reached up and never want to see anybody get hurt here, but uh, punchers do come up big on that third down and long. Allison is still down on the ground over there. Coaches hovering over the top. Let's uh, take a 30-second timeout. We'll be right back here. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on 95.3 KNEM. Hill Country Propane, Inc. is the place for gas logs, grills, fireplaces, fire pits, and accessories from the basic to the exotic. We do installation on everything we sell, and we provide repair services, too. Come by our showroom at 1240 Highway 16 South in Fredericksburg or find us on the web at hillcountrypropaneinc.com. We proudly support the Mason Punchers. Hill Country Propane, Inc. Style, service, solutions. K-N-E-M. 
back here. That was actually a number five, uh, Nunu Wilson. He went up for that ball over there on the far side. Still slowly walking off the field, but he is up. Weimer facing fourth down and 14 out of their own end zone. So the quarterback, he's back there, but he's going to punt this as uh, Clarner's standing back at his own 40. Puncher should have good field position. We don't go for the blocks. So we're setting up a punt return. Good here. high kick. Clarner's going to have room, catches it at the 40. Sutter steps, middle of the field. Now he's trying to get outside, and finally uh, he had a guy down there early, just couldn't shake him. So good field position at about the 37 of Weimer. Hunter still leads 7-0 to zero here, 202 left in the first quarter. Hunter's last two drives have been uh, stopped on turnovers as uh, they have fumbled the football twice. Uh, they are minus one in that uh, takeaway category as uh, they have won themselves on an interception. But, man, uh, Puncher's got to put continue to put something together here. The running game's been outstanding thus far. Haven't thrown a pass yet. And uh, just got to get complete the drive and get it in the end zone without turning it over. Split back, so Clarner goes out. Jordan is in. One receiver's right. We go to Jay Secker over the right side. Good hole. He's out to the 25. Pick up about eight. Yeah, good run that time just following his blockers. That was just straightforward as a play as you're going to see. Uh, was able to, blockers able to get to the second level, and uh, eight yards is the gain, or it'll be second and two. Ball sits on the uh, 29-yard line. That's not correct. The ball sits on the 24-yard line. 24. Yeah. Help me out uh, there, Will. Same formation. Twin receivers right side, split backfield. Eckert, Jordan, they go counter Trey left side to Jordan. And defense is there for Sue. You're versus field. Now he's out into the secondary. Jordan's going to score. (laughs) Touchdown, Mason Punchers. (laughs) On a uh, (laughs) improvised run there by... Rylan Jordan. It was almost like everybody was laying on the ground and he was just trying to get through the hand. They had it sealed over there on the left side. They're like, ah, we got you. And he goes back and makes a few moves and there's nobody in the middle of the field. He races in from 24 yards out. Give Mason Puncher's 13-0 lead. A minute 17 left in the first. There's no correct terminology to describe that run. Common Toya looking to make this one 14. Winded his back. As he's kicking uh, from our left to right. Oh, wild snap. Cody McGee, good hands. Gets it down. It looks good. It is. Mason Puncher's on top here. 14 to nothing. Minute 17 left to go here in the first quarter. Let's pause uh, 10 seconds for uh, station identification. 95.3 FM, KNEL. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. And we're back here, live Tiger Stadium, Dripping Springs, Texas, where your Mason Punchers now lead the Wyoming Wildcats 14-0. to Oh, a wild back and forth there to, uh, here late in the first as the Punchers uh, uh, cough it up twice, uh, you know, in good position, uh, once from uh, inside the 10-yard line. And uh, but their, their defense is making the stops, getting the ball back. And uh, that time, Ryan Jordan scores from 24 yards out on a pretty nifty, <laughs> uh, just a good, uh, as I said, you know, kind of. I'm trying to think of the word in the in the comedy realm. Uh, just a hip, you know, just trying to find impromptu. find a place, yeah, impromptu run. Yeah, uh, he was bottled up uh, the way it was to it. Filled it in at the 25, straight up the field is number seven yeah. for the Wildcats, <clears throat> Jose Ramirez. 
Palmer had a decent field position out near the 40-yard line. Hunter's uh, forced uh, an interception to start the ball game and got it back uh, yeah, also twice uh, from, from fumbles. Both teams with two fumbles apiece. See here, uh, looks like uh, Weimer's going to call their second timeout of this half already with a minute left here in the first quarter. Your punchers are on top, 14 to nothing. We're going to take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football right here on KNEL 95.3. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. That's right. We've got much more than building materials and hardware. Check out our selection of Wrangler clothing and Twisted X footwear. Trust for the job with Wrangler Regular Fit, Cowboy Cut, and Cowboy Comfort Jeans. Wrangler Western Work Shirts and Denim Shirts and Twisted X Belts. Protect those toes with Twisted X and Chippewa Snake Boots. Check out the new arrivals of clothing, building materials, hardware, and so much more at Mason Building Supply, 254 Moody Street in Mason, or call 325-347-5899. We're back here. Still 58 seconds left in the first quarter. Palmer takes her second time out of the half. And uh, Mason leads it 14 to zero. Uh, score we just noticed when we came back from break. Uh, Normandy leading San Augustine 45-22. End of the second quarter. Weimer comes out, run heavy formation. Throw high right. They give it to Reed Purdy, number 12, right side, and he finds a couple of yards over there off tackle. Tackle by uh, Spencer and Kerr. Front three doing an outstanding job. Oscar Ortiz goes out early with uh, roll. He got rolled up on on an offensive play, and uh, back in there this series he is back. Yep. And so, uh, but they've done an outstanding job even with him out. Yeah. Uh, but good to see him back in there. Uh, definitely uh, a force to be reckoned with when he is healthy. Punches with a four man front here against uh, two tight end set. Heavy to the right side by Wildcat. Oh, okay. Wow. Wow, tries to run right side, and that is the form defense that the coaches preach. Absolutely. Jay Secker leading the way on that uh, on that swarm, but holy smokes, there was uh, six of them there before you could blink, and uh, that's going to push Weimer back. Uh, they're going to give him pretty good forward progress there. And that's going to end the first quarter. The first quarter. Mason leading Weimer 14-0. to zero. We'll take a 30-second commercial break. You're right back here with Mason Puncher, playoff football, 95-3, K. Neal. It's football season, and the clock is running. So join the winning team at Heart of Texas Ford and come away with great deals like this 2018 F-150 Supercrew XL Sport with Cruise, Tilt, Power Equipment Group, and Sync for only $33.9. And we have several to choose from. So come on down to Heart of Texas Ford, where every deal comes straight from the heart. Or go to our website at www.heartoftexasford.com and check out all our new and used vehicles. And don't forget, heartoftexasford.com. Uh, back here live at uh, Tiger Stadium, Dripping Springs, Texas. Listen to Mason Puncher, playoff football here on 95.3 KNL FM, streaming live on KNLRadio.com, on the TuneIn radio app, or just ask Alexa to play KNL FM. We flip ends of the field. Weimer will have it third down and six from their own 42-yard line. They go trips to the left side. Ramirez rolls that direction. Looks like he wants to run out, throws it late into space, oh, incomplete. Man. Had he thrown that ball on point, Rylan Jordan would have had it. Uh, it hit him in the numbers as he was coming across on the on the uh, 
on the crossing route. Uh, he was step for step uh, with his uh, man. It's going to bring up a big fourth down for uh, Weimer uh, to start this second quarter. Fourth down in about seven. Looks like they were trying to hit Ellison, dragging across the field. Uh, quarterback just had to get rid of it. Uh, Ellison, though, if, if caught, would have had some running room there on the left hash. Regardless, Ramirez back to punt. Lerner standing at his own 25. They're going to call it. Oh, take. They throw backside over the Oh, in almost interception. Hunter's good coverage there on the fake punt. Man, Ryland Jordan and those guys were not fooled over there. As I thought Ryland was going to catch that and come around. There was nothing but green pasture in front of him. If uh, he, w- he would have caught that, he could have run it all the way to the house. But nonetheless, big uh, stop there on fourth down. Puncher's a great field position. The ball sits on the 42-yard line in Weimer territory is where they'll have their first and 10. 11.50 on the clock. Mason Puncher's lead this one 14 to nothing here in Dripping Springs. Protect the football here. We should be able to just drive down and get another – and no doubt. Go on the board with barely any time off the second quarter clock. Mason, set. Mason has yet to throw a pass in this game. Her under center. Lime removes. Didn't jump off sides. Now they motion Kirby. And now it's their jinx. And Kerr Wilson is right. Looking to throw deep down the sideline. He's got Kirby streaking. Ball throw short and incomplete. Kirby, Kirby just quit his route about uh, the 20-yard line. And if he had just kept running, uh, Kerr could have planted and thrown that to about the 10. Uh, but uh, Kirby quit his round, and, and Kerr wound up trying to throw a sideline pass instead as, Kerr, as Kerr, Kirby was just standing there. Uh, kind of a busted route uh, that turned into a backyard football play that did, was not executed as he skips it into him at about the 15-yard line. Uh, but uh, well, first, like, first pass yeah. play. I like the call. They yeah. stop him on the fake. Generally, when the punchers like to uh, draw up the big play, they go I formation, strong to the right side. A toss sweeper right to Claire, cuts back, now bounces to the outside, dragging tacklers all the way down near the 35 yard line. Pick up about five or six on the carry. Yeah, I thought we were going to get nailed for a holding call there on the outside, as uh, we had we we were pretty darn close, but uh, nonetheless. Uh, Clay Clarner doing what he does best, pack him on his back and uh, and let him carry him forward. Big uh, second down play to make this a third and four. Clay doing a good job. Of just, you know, there's, just like last week, they're coming up hard from the end position. He's able just to make a slight cut back to the inside and then continues to play out. Sure. Third down and five for the punchers. When receivers left, they go. Jay Secker, big hole left side. Breaks the tackle. The 20, the 15, still on his feet. All the way down to the 11-yard line. Good run there by Jace Eckert. Yeah, just good job. Great blocking downfield by the receiving core as uh, they had their man uh, man in front of them. Good job getting hands. Uh, Kyle Montoya got hands on Ellison uh, there as he was able. He was a non-factor uh, in trying to bring down Jace Eckert. But man, that was about a 35-yard gain down to the 12-yard line where Mason Punchers have it uh, first and 10. Leading Weimer 14 to nothing. Ten and a half minutes remaining in the first half. Twin receivers right. Split backfield behind Kerr. About eight men in the box there for Weimer. They motion Eckert out 
to the right, and they give it. Oh, Vera, I can look. Kirk keeps it. He's got space. He's going to score a touchdown, punchers. Absolutely. Uh, Kirk just runs over uh, 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 Tad Kirby out there just for good cause sake, I guess, uh, as he was going into the end of the way. That was the only man, uh, that was the only man to beat was his own as uh, Kerr takes it uh, from 12 yards out on a quarterback keep around the far side to make it 20 to nothing, punchers on top, with 10, 10 minutes and 5 seconds on the clock here in the second quarter. And we'll Kyle's in to try the extra point. Been good so far, with all of them so far here tonight. Kicking into the wind on this one. Snap down. Number seven is getting pressure, but uh, Matoya... Punches no another need, one through. No, no, no problem. Punches uh, now lead Wander 21 to 0 with 10.05 remaining in the second quarter. And another, uh, another good uh, turnover on downs. Get the ball back in good field position. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. Only, uh, keep, keeping, uh, protecting the football a little better. And Punches, uh, starting to show Weimer that, uh, they are, all the team they expected and uh, reckoned for. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Mason coming in here a little more disciplined than uh, we've seen him in weeks past. Uh, still, we have those two fumbles. And uh, we have that one penalty that uh, I thought was going to start us off in a bad way uh, there on the second play of the game. But uh, we were able to overcome all of it, put 21 points on the board, uh, only passing the ball one time in this one. Matthew Kerr has two of those scores on quarterback keepers. And Ryland Jordan, I'm going to call it the tiptoe play, uh, as he went over there to the bottle upside and he tiptoed back through everybody that was laying on the ground as he came back to the near side and uh, scored that scored that touchdown. Now, I'm curious to see what happens on this kickoff here, Will, as uh, the uh, back men have uh, creeped forward about 10 yards from where they would normally stand uh, as Montoya has uh, uh, pretty much pooch kicked every one of yeah. these. No intention of kicking it to Ellison here. Return one deep on us last year. The problem is. Now that the man catches it on yeah. the run, that's uh, Jose Ramirez, and sure enough, he gets it all the way out to midfield. Yeah. Just caught it and tried. That's what I was afraid of right there is uh, they cheat They cheat up on that. And, they got uh, a lot of space. They got a lot of space to run. Yeah. And so I would have thought right there, even with the wind, Maybe try to chance it and at least let that ball hang up a little bit. Uh, number seven, Ramirez, shows that he's very capable in the return game as well. So I'm sure they've seen a lot on film that uh, you know, they do not want to give those guys any uh, amount of space to get going. Lombard takes back over on offense. First and ten from their own 49-yard line. Defense has really done a good job of bottling up this offense and high-speed offense. And... Uh, Tackling well at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they have they have had nothing to uh, answer this defense thus far. Twin receivers left. Ramirez flanked on two sides by the running backs. He keeps it himself over the left side. Tackled after a one-yard pickup. That's yeah, good. The ball's going to be sitting right on midfield on this play as uh, it'll be uh, second down and nine. Weimer really trying to find answers. Quarterback's really not a threat from a running standpoint. He is big in stature. But uh, doesn't, look, doesn't look near as fast out there tonight against our defense. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, took a little growth spurt there. They have not gotten the ball to their key players yet. Number three has not been a factor, and number eight, Ellison, has not been a factor either. Uh, formation behind Ramirez. They give it to the big fullback. He's Never got mind. running room. Big guy. That's number three, Wicks. 
Gets it all the way inside the 40-yard line. It's going to be a first down Weimer. Didn't mean to jinx him right there, but uh, they finally handed it to him and let him plow forward as uh, that was a good pickup uh, into puncher territory. Takes him down to the 38-yard line. It'll be first and 10, Weimer. Nine minutes on the clock. But punchers lead this one 21 to nothing. And Ramirez back under center. I stay in the high formation. Give it back to Wick straight up the middle. Big hole. Spins around, dragging defenders all the way down inside the 20-yard line. Still on his feet. This kid's about 5'10". I mean, he is still pushing eh, Maybe not that big, but uh, he's a big... They're going to call him down. He falls down at the uh, right inside the the 14-yard line, but they're going to call him down back here at the 19 uh, for the puncher's sake. Uh, Look to stop number three because I think they're going to feed the train here as it's uh, first and 10 inside the 20-yard line. Weimer has their best uh, position of the game to score a touchdown. They go toss sweep left side to the other Ramirez, and he gets turned upfield over on that left side inside the 15 to the 14. Yeah, that was a good five-yard pickup right there for Weimer. Mason Puncher defense just could not get out there fast enough on that end around. And it's going to be uh, stuck it down at about four for Weimer. Ball on the 14. Uh, formation to go back to Wicks this time. He's hit at the line of scrimmage. Stone Stoltz gets him low. Absolutely. Along with uh, Ortiz from the other side. He falls forward for a game, though, as it's going to – no, he didn't. He, they're going to call him a loss on the play. We had him uh, – that's pretty tough to do, to hit the fullback in the backfield Yeah, as he's getting the handoff straight up the gut. It's going to be a third down and five. Ball inside the 15-yard line of the punchers. Ramirez goes back into the gun. Three receiver set. Takes it himself. Middle, now he bounces right. Punchers have oh, oh, breaks his tackle. Oh, on his Dragging defenders, trying to pick up the first. He gets down across the 10. He's going to be really close. I mean real close to where they mark him. If they mark him on the 10-and-a-half-yard line, he didn't make it. We'll be back showing his strength there. That's kind of what we saw him do last year to us. When he yeah. came in kind of late. They're going to mark him just short of the first down. Is this going to be uh, – I think that's fourth down, isn't it? Yeah, fourth, fourth and one. It's going to be fourth. They're calling Lomber, third. Lomber's going to go for 10. Ramirez keeps it himself. Left side over the guard. He's Looks got like he's it. got yeah. he got a yard. I mean, he's going to be real close. They're going to have to measure this one. No, they're going to mark him down at the at the nine. The nine was the, the yard to gain. They're going to look at this one. White hat's going to say, puncher football. As uh, he did not make it, uh, that that marker sitting right on the eight yard line. Puncher football. They stop him on a fourth and two, and uh, just inside their own ten yard line is where they'll take over with six forty on the clock, leading this one twenty one to nothing. Is your Mason Punchers big but, fourth down stop there? Yeah, absolutely. That's the best one we've seen out of this unit so far this season. Yeah, big fourth down stop there. We know the push. Uh, defensive line's getting some good penetration up there, and we're able to bring down big number 16 uh, before he could get to the first down marker. Weimer's having a struggle, and they got one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, first and ten, ten from the ten. Eye formation, they go to Klerner, right side, cut the back left, up the middle, and he's all the way out near the 20, about a yard short of the first down. They had 12 men on the field, but it didn't do them any good as uh, – 
as Glanner still mows forward for nine yards. He takes it out to the 19, uh, where it's second down and one. Mason Puncher's looking to still do something here with 6.15 on the clock in the second quarter. A formation, Eckert and Klerner behind Kerr. They go back to Klerner, same play, right side. He's got the first, and across the 20 to the 22. First down for the Punchers as uh, they're moving the chains. Uh, they're just stacking it up and putting big man on on uh, on big man and uh, winning the battle thus far up front. Five under five minutes or a little over five under six minutes, excuse me, to go here in this first quarter, or first half. Punchers are going to want to drive down the field. He have clock get another score heading into halftime. And off left side, Eckert hit in the backfield as he falls forward, gets about one or two. That was number seven. That was number seven, uh, Jose Ramirez, as uh, he was cheating up from his cornerback position. He's actually one of the leading tacklers on that team. If uh, accuracy of their... I look to see a pass play come in here, Will, as uh, they're stacking ten men in the box. Uh, uh, yeah, pretty regular here. Especially against our uh, heavy run, two tight end set, Eckert and Klerner behind Kerr. They go back to Klerner, right side, cuts mm-hmm. it back to the middle, stuffed. Nothing. At the line of scrimmage, nowhere to go. As, as Mike has said, they're just stacking the line. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, third down and seven is what this will be. Uh, we've got a potential timeout over here. Trying to see what they're what they're doing oh they uh number two had to come off the field as his helmet comes off uh so he has to sit a play mason punchers are going to sub out three from the far side over there i'll have a third and six yeah, this is 26 4 50 remaining in the first half punchers leading weimer 21 to nothing need to keep this drive going right here weimer stacks the box formation Kerr, play oh, action, trying to throw the screen back to Watson, but he had guys in his face as soon as he turned around. Yeah, there was no way he was getting uh, he was getting that one out. Uh, tons of pressure up front. Big fourth down here as uh, they're going to probably punt this one away yeah. deep in their own territory. While well, we're getting the penetration, that uh, those last few plays, so we were able to get it out of the – Yeah, I don't understand what the scheme change was there on the – from a blocking standpoint, I couldn't really tell, but uh, just looks like uh, Weimer may have just just uh, ringing the house. Yeah, grit down just a little harder there. Montoya into punt. He's about ten yards behind Klerner on average. I haven't seen Klerner punt some time. Oh, it's blocked. Number seven, Ramirez gets a hand on it. Still took still, a puncher bounce. Yeah, I got still got down the field beyond the fifty. Could be down at the forty-five, forty-six yard line where uh, Weimer will have it first and 10. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KNEO. 95.3 FM, KNEL. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. And this is KNEO 95.3, streaming live on KNELradio.com, on the TuneIn radio app. Or just play. Uh, tell your Alexa or smart speaker to play KNEO FM. Also check out, uh, check out the archived uh, broadcast at KNEOradio.com. Weimer trailing Mason twenty-one to zero. Uh, the first and ten from their own forty-six. Ramirez goes under center, toss sweep left side to Ramirez. 
Ramirez to Ramirez, and uh, number seven carries it down to right at midfield, 50-yard line, pick up a five, maybe four on the carry. Yeah, it looks like they got four on that play as it, the ball sits right on midfield. They're in kind of a little hurry up here as uh, they're quick back to the line of scrimmage, uh, looking to the sideline for the play. Three minutes and 58 seconds on the clock. Your punchers lead this one 21 to nothing. As uh, Weimer drove deep into the territory on their last, deep into puncher territory on their last drive, but were stopped on a fourth and two. High formation behind Ramirez. He gives it to Purdy straight up the middle, and he carries the pile close to the first down, about a yard short. I think they've seen, found their new uh, their new uh, bread and butter here. As uh, they're going to get do this fullback dive, yeah. uh, but it's going to bring up a third down and two. Uh, ball sits right about the forty-five yard line in puncher territory. When we're looking, the offensive coordinator, they get the play. Ramirez stays under center. Wide out split right and left. I'll sweep left side. Ramirez has a hole. Follows his blocker. He's out to the races. Trying to beat Carter down the sideline. Got him. Out of bounds at about the seven. Is that Clarner that was yeah. chasing him? Oh, goodness. Now Ramirez is going to score. Yeah, there's a lot of speed going on right there as uh, they were running down the sideline. Good uh, uh, touchdown saving tackle by Clarner on the far side. Um, he wasn't running like I normally see Clarner run. Uh, that's why I asked. He was in full blown track mode. But uh, ball inside the 10 yard line now. Puncher's defense stalled him out last drive. Let's see if they can do it again here. Ball on the nine. Ramirez from under center. Oh, ball f- f- hits the ground. Fumble it. He falls on it. Uh, there'll be a loss on the play. We'll take it. As uh, like he fumbled it before he could even get the hand off. He was turning around. He was trying to slap the snap over there to to the to the running back. Uh, where it'll be a second down and uh, goal from the twelve uh, yard line. Yeah, fortunate for the punchers there. Slap the snap. I like that. that that's a new slap the new snap. That's another new slogan for the season. You like that? Slap. Maybe we'll get a puke and tackle here for long. Uh, formation behind Ramirez. They go right side back to Ramirez, and he, and he takes it. He play down to the five. That kid's acceleration is outstanding. That good speed. Yeah. You know, small kid, you know, he's probably 5'10", 165. He hits the hole hard. This is going to take it inside the five-yard line uh, is where the Weimer will have a uh, third down and goal. They bring in number three, Wicks. Uh, he's the fullback. Uh, he's probably 5'10", 5'11", and probably weighs 250. And he's a big old boy. And uh, I have a feeling that he's fixing to get his yeah. number called right here on this short down to distance. Get ready, Ty Spencer. And they go there ahead. he is. Oh, my goodness. by K.O. Tedder. Head-on collision. K.O. Tedder stuns him behind the line of scrimmage. The ball's going to sit on the five-yard line. This is a good big fourth-and-goal situation for uh, the puncher defense. They need to stall them out. A minute 30 on the clock. Punchers still lead this one 21 to nothing, but the Wildcats are in position to uh, try to put this one in on a fourth down and four situation. Gosh, going for it again here on fourth down. It'll be like the fourth or fifth time so far this game. Is the... Weimer takes their third and final timeout of the first half. We'll take a commercial timeout. Be right back. Fourth down and four. Be back in 30 seconds here on 95.3 KNL. For over 60 years, the Munsell family has been providing quality, professional heavy equipment services to customers in Mason, Brady, and the surrounding areas. 
Today, third-generation owner-operator of Cat Track Construction, Levi Munsell, continues to proudly provide those services. Whether it's clearing land, building a road, putting in a tank, or any job requiring heavy equipment experts, give Levi at Cat Track Construction a call today, 325-347-2174. That's Cat Track Construction, 325-347-2174. We'll get it all cleared up for you. Uh, we're back here live. Minute 18 remaining in this first half. Weimer facing another fourth down and goal. Yeah, another fourth down and goal. Ball on the four-yard line. Hunters were able to stop them. Last series, they go right back down. After forcing a punt here, uh, they're leading 21-0. to Big number three in the backfield. Ramirez, they're going to go out of the shotgun. He's going to call his own number. Nowhere. 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 For a loss. Ty Spencer. Ty Spencer just stones him. He gives up probably about uh, 60 pounds to the quarterback right there in that situation. And uh, he uh, said, no, sir. No, sir, not today. I can't believe, you know, on that offensive corner, I'm thinking runner pass option. You know, yeah, no left, open run it, not throw it. Punchers make another fourth down stop uh, near the goal line. Minute 13 remaining, and uh, need to get out of the end zone here is Clarners uh, standing pull, on the Tigers' down. name in the end zone. Oh. Kerr keeps it over the left side. Yeah, up a couple of yards and gives them a little breathing room. Going to be under a minute by the time uh, they stamp the ball the next time here. Uh, punchers lead this one 21 to nothing. And uh, uh, back and forth first half in terms of some turnovers and some flags. Mason uh, still could clean up their game just a little bit, but a dominant performance uh, by the offensive line and defensive line up until late. And, uh, man, making stops when they need to. Let's see what they do here out of the I-formation deep in their own territory. Curve, better center, letting the clock run down. Side 10 seconds on the play clock. And he just keeps himself up the middle. And they're going to play keep away here. Try to maintain possession, run down this clock as uh, Weimer is out of timeout. And uh, punches will just be able to. They're going to take this one to the field house. The 25-second clock is off yeah. as there's 19, 12, and under 10 seconds on the clock. Uh, our counterparts over here next in the booth next to us are fogging the glass. Yeah. I don't know uh, I don't know what they're doing over there. What's going on in there? But, uh, the, the glass is fogged up here as uh, we send this one to halftime. Your Mason Punchers lead this one 21 to nothing at half. Uh, we'll be back here uh, in uh, two minutes uh, to hear uh, the stats, and then uh, we'll get you some scores from around uh, District 2A and uh, some other exciting uh, scores from out uh, the playoffs here in Texas high school football. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Texas did. And now, 
I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Howdy, folks. This is Jay Cooker. If you're looking to buy or sell hunting, ranch, or river property in the Northwest Hill Country or the Concho Valley, you ought to give my buddy Tyler Wright a call. Tyler's a third-generation real estate broker and a fourth-generation rancher in the area. He takes pride in his knowledge of the land, and the unique personal service that he provides is second to none. Y'all call Tyler at 877-396-4477 or look him up on the web at findaranch.com. Dipsticks Tire and Lube is your one-stop shop for tires, brakes, oil changes, truck and trailer parts, and accessories. They also offer interstate batteries and alignments. If you have an after-hour emergency, Dipsticks is here for you. Open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. and Saturday, 9 to noon. Dipsticks is family-owned, family-operated, and Mason-trusted since 2004. Call us, 325-347-6108, next door to Dollar General. Uh, we're back here live, Tiger Stadium in Dripping Springs, Texas. It is the halftime show. Uh, Mighty band from Puncherland uh, heading out onto the field for their halftime performance. <clears throat> We'd like to thank our annual sponsors for their support of Mason Puncher football on Kane Yale. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Land and Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Mason Building Supply and Rental, Mason Puncher Club, Laneburg Realty, and Hill Country Collision Repair. We've got the uh, first half stats and scoring summary, and it looks a little something like this. Uh, on the Weimer side of the football, they ran the ball 20 times, uh, right at 100 yards. Uh, they passed the three, uh, they completed three of nine passes uh, for only four yards for a total of 104. Uh, they converted only one third down out of eight. Uh, they turned the ball over. It says once on here, but I know for sure twice. Uh, I think they fumbled it twice. They had an interception to start yeah, the game. Yeah, but they got it back the second time. Yeah, that's right. They got it back. Uh, penalties, only two for 10 yards. Time of possession, uh, 12.58, which leads time of possession for Mason. I'm not sure how accurate that is. Uh, on the Mason side, we ran the ball almost as many times. 22 uh, carries for 199 yards. We've only thrown two passes, zero completions. So uh, we've got a total of only 199 yards total. We converted two of third downs, uh, committed two turnovers, three penalties for 15 yards, 11:02 time of possession. Uh, first half stats uh, sponsored by Cat Track Construction. Cat Track Construction can clear land, build roads, tanks, or any job requiring heavy equipment experts. Call Levi Munsell at 325-347-2174 today. Cat Track Construction will get it all cleared up for you. And here's kind of what the uh, scoring summary looked like there in the first half. In the first period, 9-14 remaining, Matthew Kerr kept himself uh, down near the goal line for a four-yard rushing touchdown. Uh, all extra points made by Kyle Montoya were good, and uh, Mason led 7-0 to early after getting an interception uh, on that first play of the ballgame. Uh, with a minute 52 remaining in the first quarter, uh, after some, you know, scoring opportunities that the punchers had from those turnovers yeah, no doubt. during the ballgame, couldn't capitalize, gave it right back. We finally got down near the red zone, and uh, Ryland Jordan, uh, from 24 yards out, uh, made just a uh, miraculous run. Uh, just, you know, there was nowhere to go. They had it bottled up. 
the tiptoe score is what we'll call it. Yeah, no doubt. Because he definitely did that, you know, just kind of like ducking through the line of scrimmage. And then, you know, he just Well, there was a bunch of people laying on the ground. He was just kind of tiptoeing <laughs> through their hands and then just kind of like running ropes, you know. Yeah, just, uh, take it to the house. So a bunch of like 14 to 0. And then again, uh, with a minute 14 remaining in the first, uh, excuse me, uh, in the second period, uh, not too much time off the clock. Matthew Kerr keeps it on the, looks like the option dive as uh, they put Jason Edgard out, fake the uh, Clarner. Kerr catches around the right side for a 12-yard rushing touchdown. Uh, the extra point was good, and Mason led 21-0 to where it remained. Uh, Punchers also, uh, uh, you know, Weimer drove down twice. Uh, inside the the ten yard line, and Mason um, on two fourth down and, and goal plays, the defense made their stand and uh, kept Weimer out of the end zone. So that is uh, reminded me of a couple of plays we had last year, very much like that uh, some little stands against Rosario last year. But a uh, great job by the defense. Uh, that first half scoring summary sponsored by Pro Granados Lawn and Landscaping, looking for expert, reliable, on time lawn care services. Look to Pro Granados Lawn and Landscaping for all your lawn and landscaping needs. Call 325-205-2152 today. Pro Granados, Lawn and Landscaping, Pro Attitude, Pro Service. Well, I'd just say, uh, I'd say the, the, the first half, uh, MVPs go to the, to the line play on both sides of the football. Uh, I think, uh, it's been pretty dominant, uh, on the offensive side. Obviously, the last two, the last two opportunities we had, there's been some falter there. Uh, Thorn, or, uh, Thorndale. And they said Thorndale again. Uh, but uh, uh, Weimer's making some adjustments up front. They're stacking the box. This passing game is going to have to be uh, a factor in the second half uh, to be able to, to continue this score. We really haven't even spread the ball out on offense. We haven't At all. The gun. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. Other than just splitting a couple of twins right, twins left. Sure. So. And you don't want to get one-dimensional, uh, especially in the playoff run. And so I, I don't think we are. Right. I think, I think, we, I think we, we were going to have to – expand on that man i really thought they had an opportunity there in that second quarter when they were stacking 10 men in the box to to kind of get one out over the top but uh, uh obviously coach owens and those guys want to establish that uh two three touchdown lead but prior to getting into some of that uh a little more vulnerable play but uh the bunches were just uh being more physical uh that first half and you know i thought it was just going to be a slugfest uh especially on the in the run games and uh Puncher's uh, getting good penetration, but, uh, you know, doing it in a way, I mean, coming out of there 21 to nothing, I mean, they're, uh, you know, the defense uh, is just stifling. And uh, But we saw what Weimer could do. Uh, they yeah. got down the field quickly, uh, but then we clamped down, and that's that's uh, your typical Mason defense. That's how they, I, that's what I, they want to do in those situations. I have a feeling Weimer kind of figured something out there towards the end of that second half, and Mason Puncher's better be ready for it in the third quarter. As we've come out uh, – Kind of lackadaisical in the third quarter from time to time this year, and uh, Mason better be ready for a heavy dose of number three Wicks, and uh, look for them to draw him in with number three, and then try to get it over the top to Ellison. Uh, instead, they tried that in reverse order in the second quarter or in the first quarter, and it didn't play in their favor as we were ready for him to go to Ellison. But uh, I see, I see a heavy dose of Wicks coming. Uh, but uh, I think uh, Coach McLeod and that defense are ready for it as well as they stoned them down here two times in a row deep in their own territory. This game should be 35 to nothing uh, yeah. outside of those two fumbles that Mason lost. Uh, but uh, good play on both sides of the football uh, for Mason thus far, minus a couple of penalties and obviously those two turnovers. But uh, that's being critical on a game that uh, has really been dominant uh, 
and the stat sheet doesn't even show that. But no, it really has been dominant uh, on Mason's behalf, playing a lot better football than we did last week against Thrall. Well, again, you can't can't ask for. I mean, yeah, we would like it to be thirty-five to nothing, but we'll take a twenty-one nothing lead no, at no. halftime. Let the, you know, let the coaches do their job, make those uh, adjustments, and uh, that uh, game plan for the second half. Mighty Bank from Hutcherland finished with their halftime performance. Take another uh, two-minute commercial break. Be back and uh, report some scores from around uh, Division One Two A and some other games of interest here on ninety-five point three KNU. Mason Funeral Home is proud to support the Mason Punchers. Randy and Amy Beckman and staff have been at your service in Mason for many years. They appreciate your trust in them to handle your family's funeral arrangements and services with sincere care and respect. Find them at masonfuneralhome.net, visit in person, or call 325-347-5506. Mason Funeral Home, the friends you know and trust. For over 60 years, the Munsell family has been providing quality, professional heavy equipment services to customers in Mason, Brady, and the surrounding areas. Today, third-generation owner-operator of Cat Track Construction, Levi Munsell, continues to proudly provide those services. Whether it's clearing land, building a road, putting in a tank, or any job requiring heavy equipment experts, give Levi at Cat Track Construction a call today. 325-347-2174. That's Cat Track Construction, 325-347-2174. We'll get it all cleared up for you. The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, Flag Corps, Puncher Pete, and the Twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the Punchers. Don't miss the UIL Football State Championships on December 18th through 21st at AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Tickets are available to purchase now through Ticketmaster. For more information, visit UILTexas.org. Lamberg Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Puncher football coverage on Friday night. Serving the Mason area alongside these game broadcasts for over 40 years, they have a highly experienced team of local realtors who can successfully represent you on the selling or buying side of real estate. Ranches, homes, farms, commercial, river, or recreational property. If you need a professional with proven expertise in the real estate market, choose Lindbergh Realty. Call or stop by, look for the red and white sign, and visit us online at LindberghRealty.com. Lindbergh Realty, choice of the Hill Country since 1975. KNEL. Uh, we're back here live. Tiger Stadium and Dripping Springs. It's still the halftime show. And uh, now we're going to get to some scores from around uh, Division One, 2A uh, in the playoffs. And got a guest uh, just up here with us to uh, recap these scores here tonight. It's, uh, Mr. Chancey Osborne. Clancy, that's what I said. Clancy Osborne. And since we're going to join us here uh, at halftime and possibly the rest of this game, it's a lot warmer in here than outside. Uh, here's uh, Clancy with uh, playoff scores. So Sundown is beating Lindsay 27-14. Seymour's beating West Texas, 10, number 10 West Texas. Uh, or West Texas is beating Seymour 42-18. Oz- uh, Sixth Post is beating Ozona 14-0. Uh, Grovetown is beating Big Sandy, twenty-seven to seven. Um, Har- Harleton is beating Clarice, 
San Augustine is beating Norman Jean, 44 to 27. Holland is beating Three Rivers, 42 nothing. We're beating Weimer, 21 nothing. Uh, Shiner is beating Heron. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Heron, 35 nothing. Uh, Alto is beating Joaquin. Joaquin. 14 8. Uh, De Leon's beating Rivercrest at 13, uh, ter- 13 to 8. Uh, Valley View's beating Italy uh, 31 6. Crawford is beating Honeygrove 14 to 6. And then these games were yesterday. Referio beat Thorndale 49 20. Uh, San Saba beat Collinsville, 54-6. And then Holloway beat New Deal, 44-13. Yeah, those are the finals from the games yesterday. And uh, those scores uh, brought to you by Clancy Osborne, our guest broadcaster here tonight. Going to be in the booth with, with us the rest of the game. Uh, sixth grader at Mason uh, Junior High, first-year student. Uh, and your sister, Ruby, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, going to be in the booth with us here tonight. So they'll hear us uh, sound like we're talking to ourselves. We'll take another two-minute commercial break. Be right back. Discuss uh, what we need to do here for this second half of this ball game. Get punchers leading Weimer twenty-one to zero. About nine and a half minutes left till second half opening kickoff. We'll be right back with more in two minutes here on ninety-five point three KNL. The University Interscholastic League would like to thank its corporate sponsors. Without the generous support of these sponsors, many UIL activities would not be possible. The UIL gives special thanks to Balfour, Baylor Scott and White, Dairy Max, Dairy Queen, Ford, Fox Sports Southwest, Gatorade, Hellas Construction, Max Preps, the NFHS Network, Nike, Register My Athlete, Spalding, and Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. These generous corporate sponsors support the UIL in all its activities, music, academics, and athletics. The UIL appreciates these sponsors and their participation in all that the UIL does in Texas extracurricular activities. On behalf of the UIL and its corporate sponsors, thank you for supporting UIL activities in your community and enjoy the game. What makes you choose one realtor over another when you buy or sell ranches, homes, or property? Confidence. Confidence that your realtor has the hands-on experience to handle your business with discretion, professionalism, and just plain good horse sense. Nine Bar Land and Cattle is that kind of realtor. Choose us. Find us at WeSellRanchLand.com. Thank you kindly. All hat and no cattle ain't gonna get it done. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. K-N-E-L. 
Uh, we're back here live, Tiger Stadium in Dripping Springs, Texas. Still uh, halftime here, about seven minutes uh, till uh, second half opening kickoff. Uh, Wimmer Wildcats making their way back onto the field uh, for some pre-second half warm-ups. Uh, Michael was going to get us a few more scores, uh, different divisions, classifications. I was looking at some of the 3A scores myself. Like uh, number one ranked Wall was leading shallow water. 28 to zero. They begin the fourth quarter of that ball game. Yeah, East Chamberlain uh, is giving uh, the state reigning state champs in that in that division Grandview number two zebras uh, run for their money at halftime. As uh, that one's 22 15 Grandviews on top. Uh, of course, the old staple uh, Cameron Yo is uh, um, is uh, leading number five. That's an eight versus a five. And they're leading uh, Dib- Diblo, is that how you say it? Diblo Lumberjacks, uh, 21 to 6. Uh, and then uh, also Crockett is beating Troy, and Troy's ranked number 6, um, 26 to 22. So there's a little, some upsets going on there in in 3A. Some uh, local area teams, uh, 3 and 4A, Lano uh, taking on Sinton tonight. Uh, Sinton leads Lano 27 to 20 uh, as they uh, nearly get to halftime there. Uh, going up to 4A uh, out of the Fredericksburg District, Lampass is number six ranked Lampass Badgers. They lead Gonzalez 35-0 to zero, uh, at the half. Uh, number eight ranked Brownwood uh, taking on Alvarado. Brownwood leads Alvarado 27-7. to seven. And uh, number nine versus, uh, versus number eight, Division One 4A, uh, as Kerrville Tivy takes on Corpus Christi Cal Allen. Cal Allen leads that one 24-14. At the half, I'd like to see Lano win another playoff game. I'm sure they're, you know, it'd be good for them. Excited over there. Um, uh, getting some questions here whether our mics are on. Uh, anyway, uh, nonetheless, uh, I want to thank some of our sponsors here Hill Country Propane Inc., the Commercial Bank, Langberg Realty, Mason Bank, Mason Building Supply and Rental, Willow Creek Cafe. Dipsticks, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Mason Funeral Home, Cat Track Construction, Nachos Cafe, and FindARanch.com. Also want to thank uh, our sponsors that have been with us all year as well. Kingdom Automotive, Cat Track Construction, um, which I believe I already said, uh, Greater Texas Solar, Hill Country Propane Inc., Pro Granados, Lion Landscape, The Commercial Bank, and I believe that's it. Greater Texas Solar. So... While we're getting ready to take the field here to begin the second half, Puncher is just now uh, coming back out on the field. Not doing their pre-second half warm-ups. And here come the Wildcats. You know, coming to this matchup, you know, both teams, uh, very similar uh, uh, stats. Uh, Mason came in here averaging 37 points per game, uh, giving up uh, just, just under two scores per game, had five shutouts. Uh, Weimer came in here. Uh, they were averaging 33 points per game on offense and uh, giving up uh, just over uh, 13 points per game. Uh, the Mason leads it here 21 to zero. And uh, again, you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as Mason could be up 35 to zero, or it could be a 21-14 ball game uh, as our defense got those two stops down there uh, inside the 10-yard line. Absolutely. Uh, just a few things to clear up. Uh, if you missed us at halftime, uh, we talked about one of the flags uh, from a from a uh, Need to clear those up. We negated a couple of big runs uh, there late in the in the first quarter, and then obviously uh, 
We need to uh, to make sure that we don't turn the ball over as Mason uh, fumbled the ball twice there in the second quarter uh, to negate some some big drives. Uh, and like Will said, it could have been 35 to nothing, or you could turn turn that card around. And the defense uh, did what it needed to in that first half to make sure that uh, the goose egg's still on the board. And uh, only committed three penalties for 15 yards on the offensive side. Uh, as we talked pre-game, you know they had 600. Uh, 77 total on the season, 500 of which, or 507 which came on the offensive side. So that's right. a good, you know, you can keep, if you can keep it under 30 yards a game, I mean, that's an improvement for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, when you're almost a thousand or on your way to a thousand yards for the season. Uh, Puncher's now, uh, getting ready to take the field here. Let's start the second half. Got our own smoke and fog machine this year. Look for the playoffs and, uh, just take the field. Second half kickoff sponsored by Hill Country Propane Inc. Hill Country Propane Inc. is the place for gas logs, fireplaces, grills, installation, and repair. Find them on the web at hillcountrypropaneinc.com. Hill Country Propane Inc. style and service solutions. Also, like to thank finderranch.com. Uh, call Finder Ranch and they'll help you find your Texas ranch. Uh, also, Nachos Cafe, open seven days a week. Go Mason Punchers. Dad's favorite thing to eat at nachos is what? No you have no clue? No. Uh, even I know this one. So we got Clancy Osborne uh, and Ruby and Miss Sandy in here in the booth with us, soaking up some of the, the warmth uh, that uh, the booth has to has to offer. It's a pretty cold booth. Yeah. They don't have the heat on all in here, but it's still better than outside, I'm sure. The shrimp fajita taco is what he eats at nachos. So shrimp fajita taco. Just FYI. Weimer received the ball to start the game, won the coin toss with Mason. He'll return this second-half opening kickoff back deep for the punchers. Standing at uh, between the 10 and 15 is number 11, Tad Kirby, number 21, Ryland Jordan. Jordan has returned for a touchdown on the season. Kirby very capable himself. We'll see if Weimer decides to keep it. It's be the first time we've high. seen Weimer kick the football. Yeah. And number four, Kicks it deep, lands in the end zone for a touchback. Yeah, went it right into the inflatable helmet. Sergio Jimenez, K on the roster. He kicked special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pretty much solidifies it. Uh, he had the wind at his back, though. I think the wind is wind blowing hard out there. Somewhat, yeah. Looks so, like it is. Our flags yeah. are still in a horizontal position. Nice and crowd across from us. Yeah. The visiting team again here tonight. Bunch of offense start the second half, first and 10, all on their own 25 after the touchback. Twin receivers left to the near side. Split backfield behind Matty Kerr. I'll sweep to Ecker, left side. Ooh. Makes a cut, and Weimer kind of forced him outside early, and they were all over the backfield that time. He he never really uh, had a, had control of the pitch uh, as he was carrying it down low on his hip, and so uh, smart play there by Jay Secker of uh, just absorbing the hit and getting it back to the line of scrimmage instead of losing the football. Uh, it's going to be second down and about uh, eleven. I guess he lost a yard on the play. Ball sits uh, just on the twenty-four yard line, right roughly around the twenty-five. Same formation, twins to the left, tied in on the right. They go weak side again, reverse back to Tad Kirby, has blockers in space in front of him, sprinting 
to the corner, breaks the tackle, and out of bounds, shy of the 40-yard line, has enough for puncher first down. I don't see any flags. I always look at Oh, uh, clean field. As, uh, he did take it on the end of round there. Uh, Weimer defense, uh, just too much speed to the outside to, to create too big of a hole. But 11-yard gain on the play takes him all the way down to the uh, 30, about the 36-yard line, 37-yard line, be first and 10 punchers. Good first down run there by Tad Kirby on the end of round. I almost didn't think he was going to get the handoff, though, as uh, they crossed paths pretty close to each other in the backfield. T set strong to the right mm. as they give. Yeah, it's going to be a ball start on the on the punchers. They're going Jay Secker right side. So uh, just like we talked about, I uh, don't want to see the yellow trash on the field as uh, it's going to back them up, make it first in uh, fifteen. Asked Coach McLeod the other day if uh, they had you know we hadn't seen Tad Kirby you know any kind of design plays. Uh, saw a lot of them early in the season and. And uh, all he could tell me was, uh, you know, he's very good. You get him going, you know, vertical. Yeah. You know, whether it's uh, catching the ball, going straight up the field. And that time uh, showed that he could you know, get around that edge. Just need him getting down the sideline. Trips receivers, left side, Kerr out of the gun. Option read, keeps it himself. Good run, gets it out to the 40 to the 41. Good job that time of making a quick decision on that option read as uh, he was able to get the penalty yards plus some back. Gain of about eight yards on the play. It's going to take him down across the 40-yard line to the 41. It'll be uh, second down and about seven. We'll say six. It's somewhere in that vicinity. Waiting for the scoreboard. There we go. Oh, look at that. Good job. Do this long enough, you can can hide these things. Across the field. Curb. Now they spread it out. Shotgun. Wide receivers split wide, wide. Right and left. And he runs his own read again. Shedding tackles over on the right side. And he's got enough for the first out across midfield. Down to about the 47-yard line in Weimar territory. Well, they were just uh, trying to hit him up high. And that's not going to work on Kerr. As we've seen him uh, be able to shed those all year. Good run, good option read on the far side. I thought he pulled that one down maybe just a little early, but uh, uh, good job nonetheless to get picking up the first down and crossing midfield. First down and 10 punchers from the 48-yard line. They stay in the spread, Kerr in the shotgun. Two receivers wide either side. Now he's throwing deep down in the field looking for Gage Watson, goes up for it, and it's incomplete, incomplete down near the 20. Had a shot there, kind of going over the back of the defender. Man, I thought that uh, that was borderline pass interference, but uh, nonetheless, it's going to be incomplete. He still had a shot to catch that one as it did go through his hand. Good throw there by Matty Kerr as uh, he was under he was under some pressure there in the pocket. Hey, turn your ring and the kid's kicking your railing over there where your microphone is. My microphone's... Field present with Kerr. Runs uh, zone read left side this time. He's tripped up in the backfield, and uh, it's going to be a slight loss on the carry. Yeah, just nothing there as uh, the, the defensive uh, line was able to uh, to just get penetration and get into the backfield. Disrupted that play completely. Going to bring up a long third down and 12. Ball sits uh, right around midfield, 49-yard line. Leading Weimer 21 to 0, 940 left in the third quarter. 
They just on their first offensive series of the second half. Curry will be in the shotgun. Two receivers set. Straight, straight drive back throw. Set up the screen to Clary. He's got it over the defense. Green grass in front of him. Following Gates Watson down the sideline. The 30, the 20, out of bounds. You couldn't have set that up any prettier than what they did there. As uh, They had a strong front. Uh, Weren't able to really progress downfield on their blocking, but, man, uh, Kerr used his speed to get to the outside. Good job of just being able to run backwards. Uh, Matty Kerr was. He had four defenders on him in the backfield, and he pitched it over their head. Slinger showing a good burst of speed there. He had a lot of space in front of him starting out. Blockers downfield. First and ten punchers. Oh, punchers had 12 men in the huddle once again on that play. Clarner was uh, trying to hustle back up off the field. But uh, that's going to bring up uh, first and 15. So you're going to march this one back uh, to the 26-yard line. Second penalty on this drive. Now the punchers kind of... Got a shoe tying contest down on the field. This is what they realized with Matthew Kerr uh, in these formations. I mean, they just they know they can uh, start spreading it out and uh, letting him make these reads, and he's definitely a threat running the football. Straight drop back throw. Voice pressure oh, steps up, has a man open the end zone, overthrown, incomplete. Aiden Watson had a step down the seam, and uh, I think without that pressure, I think he has time to. Yeah, but still, receiver in stride. still a good job there progressing up the pocket uh, and allowing that pressure to dissolve behind him. He just got excited because Gage Watson was wide open, and uh, he overthrew him by about five yards there in the back of the end zone. Brings up second down and 15. we got a ringing going on. I'm not hearing what you're hearing. Matthew Kerr out of shotgun. Now they give it to Clarner. And off right side, Clarner throws a shoulder. He's down uh, near the 25. Dragon tacklers in the pile all the way down and past the first down marker. They're going to move the chains. First. Ball down to the 11-yard line. It'll be uh, first and 10 from there. Good job that time of mixing up the run and pass. They've got some over-pursuing of Weimer on the edge and taking advantage of it as uh, delayed handoff there goes to Clarner. He cuts it back across the field. And picks up uh, about 15 yards on, or about 10 yards on the play. First and 10 from the 11. 8:45 remaining in the third. Mason leads Weimer 21 to zero. They come out I formation. Right side, Kerr under center. A motions. H back across. Right to left. The handoff. Clarence left side. Oh, and he flipped as number seven came up and uh, kind of put a hand on him low. More like a slip than a low tackle. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage. Second down and 10. Ball sits on the 11-yard line. Eight minutes left to go here in the third quarter. 21 to nothing is your score. There's a waiver from the sideline. He's in the play. Been doing a lot more running back and forth this game. Ten seconds on the play clock. I formation. And then right side, they go to Clarner. Left side, cuts it back to the middle. Hit the line of scrimmage, spins off, and falls forward for a gain of about three or four. That was number three, Wicks. and put the initial hit on Clarner, stopped his momentum. But uh, Clarner used his legs to at least get four out of it. Brings down a third down and seven. 
Mason's going to take uh, their first timeout of the second half. And uh, we will take our first commercial timeout as well. And uh, be right back. Uh, Punchers will have it second and ten. Uh, be right back in 30 seconds. More Mason Puncher football here on 95.3 KNL. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank. Proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. K-N-E-L. Back here live, uh, Dripping Springs, where the Punchers uh, take their first time out of the second half. They still lead Weimer 21-0, but now threatening uh, second and 10 from the 11 in Weimer territory. Punchers putting together a long drive here. Set up by some good runs by Matthew Kerr and, and uh, Clay Clarner running that uh, that option read offense out of the shotgun. Now Kerr will be under center. Wing T set. Bottom in the box for Weimer as they motion Watson out. When now Kerr rolls to his right, throws on the run, back across the middle, caught with Bearshaw, touchdown, punchers. Good play that time as he rolls to the far side. And uh, there was a lot of confusion in that Weimer secondary as uh, they sent one in and sent one out uh, to the far side of the end zone. And uh, Gage Watson was open initially. I thought he was going to him, but uh, they over-pursued to the outside and left Whit Bearswell open underneath. Good pitch and catch there from Matty Kerr to Whit Bearswell. He gets his first touchdown on the season. Reception from 11 yards out. Toyota tried the extra point. But it be puts it down. Ooh. Nearly blocked. And looks good. It is good. Hunters extend their lead over Weimer 28-0. And uh, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. 95.3 FM KNEL. Serving Brady, Mason, Pontotoc, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. Punchers uh, score their first offensive series of the second half, a long uh, 75-yard touchdown drive as uh, the kickoff uh, went for a touchback. And uh, that was set up. You know, Mason went, went into their spread look, uh, had a nice little screen pass over the middle, kind of got us down into Weimar territory. Uh, Matthew Kerr uh, started running the zone option read, which uh, he's really been uh, – Doing well, making good reads, and uh, also running the ball well uh, as uh, Matthew Kerr, second only behind uh, Tad Kirby in a race uh, this week, according uh, to the coaches out there in full pads. Oh, really? Which everybody was kind of like, wow, you know, that's that's impressive. I mean, yeah, uh, absolutely. Good, good downhill speed. Montoya set to kick off again, kicking from our right to left. This will be the first time he's kicked into the wind. Or second time, I guess. Uh, he'll go approach. a short kick. And then backs up. He'll do it at the 30. That's Ellison, though. They moved him up. Nope, that's not Ellison. That's uh, number five. Number five takes it out. Close to the 40. Weimer's been starting with a decent field position this entire game. They're just trying to avoid the big return as Ellison returned one on 
last season. Not that game was in Port, uh, in a score of 14 to 6. Four guys next to the, in the booth next to us still having to. I don't know what they're doing. They're blowing a lot of hot air over there. Fogging up uh, the windows. Fogging up their own windows. Guess that's where all the heat's going. <laughs> Not in here. Ramirez, shotgun. I formation in front of them. They give it to the running back. The other Ramirez, number seven, over the right side, and he's got a big run all the way down to the 48, close to the first down marker. Yeah, just a big hole there to, on the near side. Uh, they triple teamed uh, Sloan Stoltz as uh, they just shoved him out of the way. Weimer quick back to the line. No huddle, first and 10. Ramirez, same play, right side to Ramirez. Gets it up still, another pickup of four or five. That time Clay Claner was able to take his speed out, but not before he could gain four yards on the play. He's going to take it across midfield. We're showing a little different look here. They called it a ram eye on the uh, play sheet. The quarterback is uh, he's just back there in a pistol, but he's got the same eye formation backfield. Two receivers set. Ramirez, another gun. Oh, ball's on the ground. I was going to say there's a change. That time they were trying to go left side. That's Sloan Stoltz coming up with a fun fumble there. As uh, they just could not, like Will said, make the exchange on the handoff. And Weimer coughs it up just uh, on their side of the 50-yard line where Mason will take over on the 48. Like the quarterback, like the quarterback wanted to keep that one just based on – where the running back continued out there and he the made ball the, was on the ground. He made that decision just a hair too late. Watch his take over inside Wyoming territory, first and 10 on the 47. And uh, they're going to keep it in the spread look. Three receivers right. Montoya splits to the left, Kerr out of the shotgun, takes a snap, rolls right, throws a swing pass over oh, to Virtual. He's down the sideline all the way near the 40. Man, I thought that play was going to go for a big loss, but uh, nice uh, initial move by Whit Bearsville there as he was able to shade the first defender and uh, pick up five yards on the, after the catch. Going to take it down to the 42-yard uh, line. Second down and five. 6-10 remaining in the third. Mason leads it 28-0. to zero. When receiver's right, Kerr in the shotgun. Clarner next to him as they fake Clarner out. Kerr tried to keep it himself and uh, swallowed up over there on the right side of the line. He's going to lose four yards on the play. Three yards anyway. It's going to bring up a third down and seven. Ball sits on the 45-yard line. Mason Puncher still lead this one 21 and up. Virtual and uh, Montoya go out. J.J. Eight comes in along with Gage Watson. Or, yeah, Gage Watson's split wide to the right. Turn in the shotgun. Hunter offset to the left. Gives it to Clarner. He reverses field to the left. Racing, trying to outrun the secondary. He's down inside the 20 to 15 and out of bounds. No flags. Another first down. Big run by Clay Clarner. Ellison, Ellison and Ramirez run him out, uh, the two speedsters on that defense. Fanner just did a really good job of letting them over-pursue the right side and cutting it back across the field. A 
It's a big first down right there for the punchers with 519 on the clock here in the third quarter. Takes it all the way down to the 15-yard line. And Ferner gets a spell. He goes off. At least he went off this time. <laughs> We've had 12 <laughs> men in the huddle twice. I didn't see anybody come in. It looks like they got 11 out there. Curve the shotgun. Jace Eckert in the backfield. He gives it to Jace straight up the middle. Oh, ball comes out. Looks like he was down, though. They're calling him down. Thank goodness. Yeah, gosh. Ball came squirting out, but uh, you know, it looked like he was already, as he hit the ground, Huh. picked up about four or five on the carry. I picked up two yards on the carry. Three yards. Oh. Sorry, uh, the stick man was behind. Yeah, I, was, I was looking at four yards on the carry. Where he rolled to, not where he Bring up down second at. down and six. 445 remaining in the third. Mason leads Weimer 28 to 0. Threatening score here again in the uh, Weimer red zone. Under offset to the left of Kerr in the shotgun. Gives it to Clarence. Right side has JJ Ake in front of him. 50 running oh. and uh, nearly gets into the end zone all the way down to Man. the two. I thought he was going to stretch that ball out there. It was fixing to be a risky move as he was two yards shy of the goal line. Uh, with uh, Weimer defenders in hot pursuit, but uh, going to be first and goal from the two. Punchers in business here, leading this one 28 to nothing over the Weimer Wildcats here in Dripping Springs. Four minutes will be on the clock by the time they snap the ball again. Punchers putting together another long drive here, eating up clock. Pretty much had the ball the entire third quarter. Here comes the line, triple I, stack backfield. And they give it to Clarner, left side, diving, lunging for the end zone, and they're going to call it just short. She was hit early. Ball's going to be on the half-yard line. Second down and goal for the punchers. Kerr's just going to keep it himself here. They may give it to Clarner just to give him the workhorse score. Triple I formation behind Kerr. And they call Clarner's number again. Left side, walks in the end zone, untouched. Touchdown, punchers. Glad to see him give him the, give him the touchdown. That's 11 on the season. Absolutely. Good way to uh, continue your senior senior year. 34 to nothing is your score for the punchers. Montoya in to make this extra point. He's done a really good job tonight kicking into the wind. Uh, yeah, keeping the velocity on it. Number seven has been all over the yeah. extra points and in the, our lone punt that you got a hand on. Let's see. Uh, oh, gosh. Snap goes through the hands of McBee. Montoya falls on it, and uh, extra point mm-hmm. is no good. Punchers still, though, with a 34 to nothing lead over Weimer. Still a lot of time left in this ballgame, 318 in the third. We'll take a short 30-second commercial break. Be right back. Uh, Weimer will have the football back here. Uh, 30 seconds on 95.3, Kane Hill. Howdy, folks. This is Jay Cooker. If you're looking to buy or sell hunting, ranch, or river property in the northwest hill country or the Concho Valley, you ought to give my buddy Tyler Wright a call. Tyler's a third-generation real estate broker and a fourth-generation rancher in the area. He takes pride in his knowledge of the land, and the unique personal service that he provides is second to none. Y'all call Tyler at 877 396 4477 
or look him up on the web at findaranch.com. Back here live, uh, Tiger Stadium, Dripping Springs, Texas, where the punchers have uh, just been dominating uh, Weimer here. Uh, other than a you know couple of uh, possessions where we you know could have scored in the first half, uh, Weimer offense just hasn't been able to find a solution against a not just a stifling defense, but an opportunist, opportunistic uh, as far as uh, forcing turnovers, making stops, getting the ball back. Yeah, I, I thought Weimer's defense was going to uh, step up a little bit. They showed a little bit of life there towards the end of the second quarter. But uh, uh, you're right, Will, this uh, dominating running performance by Mason, and then uh, they're dominating on defense now here in the third quarter. Come out after halftime better than we've seen in the last two games. We kicked to the 30. This time they let it drop. Ellison picks it up. And uh, oh, he's on his feet. Now he's got, he's got speed. He's got space. But uh, – Good saving tackle there. Kyle Montoya. He takes him down at the 45-yard line. He leans forward to the 46. Ooh, where they'll have first and 10 because uh, I really thought that uh, he was about to turn loose on the speed. Yeah, I thought he was going outside. He kind of cut it back inside there. Right into Montoya. Bomber, uh, good throw position again here. First and 10. They're on 46. Near midfield. That ram eye formation, kind of a broken eye look. They fake the Purdy left side. Ramirez keeps it right. Nowhere to go. Pursued and pushed out of bounds by Ryland Jordan over here in front of us. Good job that time by uh, Spencer as he was able to uh, to force them outside. Ty Spencer playing some really good linebacker for the punchers. He's playing in, uh, in the spot of Jay Secker, They're rotating in and out. Kind of going with that four-man front here tonight, even as uh, Weimer spreads it out. Three receivers. Mary looks over to the twin side. Out of the gun. Play action. Rolls left, throws into the flat. Low catch made out there, looked like, by uh, number 44. It comes hobbling back. Yeah, number 44 got all kinds of stepped on as uh, – there was punchers in pursuit, couldn't get it shut down, and they rolled right over the top of him. Nonetheless, it was a good catch by Wyatt Pavlik. Senior. Oh, he didn't even make it off the field. Senior offensive lineman. He's down. Uh, we're, let's uh, let's take a uh, – he's going to get back up here. Hold on. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. 95.3 FM, KNEL, serving Brady, Mason, Pontotoc, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. 237 remaining in the third quarter. Mason uh, leads the Weimer Wildcats 34-0. Weimer uh, gets across midfield at third and four, under 48. And Ramirez is going to take himself out of the gun straight up the middle, has running room that time. Gets the first out of the 42. Yeah, he's going to fall forward for uh, about two yards past the first down marker into puncher territory. They're going to be down, like uh, Will said, to the 42-yard line. So I expected to see how this offense coming into the night, more of him running between the tackles. So far they've been trying to get him to the outside. He's just not a really, really fast guy. No. Now uh, reverse. Halfback pass, caught, across the 40. 
at that time, Ramirez gave it to uh, Purdy, ran left through it. You don't see uh, you don't see it many times where you can pitch it to the guy coming to the left, and he's left-handed. Yeah, a little, little design halfback throw there. And as we expect, Weimer playing a little poker music <laughs> down from where Taking the where, from where they're from. <laughs> So. Pass from Ramirez right side, caught at the 30. Should be enough for another Weimer first down. Now they're driving. Mason defense uh, not getting any pressure in the backfield uh, on the last three plays. Weimer I think we got to let him play this. Takes it down to the uh, 31 yard line. Weimer first and 10. Ramirez straight drop back. Now they're throwing deep left side. Watches that two in the area and nearly intercepted. Oh. Incomplete. Her and uh, her and Montoya yeah. over there. Uh, guy, they both went up for it. And Montoya had the had the position. He almost brought that one down for an. Uh, that would have been a big interception. Quarterback's yeah. got an arm. They're He's trying to go to trying to go to Ellison out there. They were in the kinda, end zone. Kind of a, a moment of desperation as uh, minutes oh uh, nine on the clock here in the third quarter. Mason Punchers lead this one thirty four to nothing. Second and 10, ball on the punch of 31 as they go. The give to Purdy, left side, has running room, and he's all the way out across the 25 down to the 24. Yeah, that's a big gain of eight right there for Weimer. They take it across the 25-yard line. Big third down and three here for Mason Punchers. Weimer looks to the sideline. Here is. Out of the gun, two receivers, or excuse me, receivers split wide either side. Take the Purdy Ramirez, keeps it right side. Great play. Oscar Ortiz, big time play. In the backfield, wraps him up low. Sure as that quarterback can't get going and going to put him in a fourth and long here. Two defenders just crossed paths in the backfield and one went one way and one went the other. And uh, big number 16 couldn't get away from them. They're going to go for it here on fourth down and seven. Ball sits on the 30 or the 28 yard line. Trips receivers to the left. Wicks in the backfield. Oh, they're going to go. That's going to be the end of the quarter as uh, they're about to. They're going to get time to think about this one. You're listening to Mason Puncher football here on KNEL. We'll be right back here in 60 seconds. Lamberg Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Puncher football coverage on Friday night. Serving the Mason area alongside these game broadcasts for over 40 years, they have a highly experienced team of local realtors who can successfully represent you on the selling or buying side of real estate, ranches, homes, farms, commercial, river, or recreational property. If you need a professional with proven expertise in the real estate market, choose Lindbergh Realty. Call or stop by, look for the red and white sign, and visit us online at LindberghRealty.com. Lindbergh Realty, choice of the Hill Country since 1975. Hi, I'm Brian Jensen, the voice of the Red Raiders, inviting you to join me right here on 95.3 for all the thrills, excitement, and action of Texas Tech Red Raiders football. The Texas Tech Red Raiders will take on Kansas State this Saturday. Pre-game begins at 5 o'clock on 95.3 Caniel FM. Texas Tech Red Raiders football on Caniel brought to you by Brady National Bank, by Everages Furniture and Appliance, Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, and by Mark Marshall Law Office. Texas Tech Red Raiders football. K-N-E-L. 
And uh, we're back here as we're swapping ends of the field to start this fourth quarter here in Dripping Springs. Uh, your Mason Punchers lead this one 34 to nothing over Weimer. Weimer's going to go for it here on a fourth down and seven or six. The fourth con- down conversion attempt, and Ramirez is sacked. Back behind a line of scrimmage. Oscar, Oscar Ortiz had the initial hit on him, and uh, a whole slew of punchers finished him off. Rylan Jordan and Ty Spencer there to uh, to complete the sack. Uh, Oscar Ortiz got great uh, great upfield penetration from that far side, and uh, of course Ramirez was set that up. Was a big fourth down stop there by Mason yeah. Punchers. He was about to throw it, got hit from behind. Punchers. Uh, the turnover on downs, uh, first and 10 from their own 32. They're leading Weimer 34-0. to zero. Come out, twin receivers left side, Kerr in the shotgun. Flanked by two tailbacks. Turner goes in motion to the right. Kerr steps up, throws, has a man open seam, and oh, is nice. not. That was a good throw and good play design, but, man, a, a better defensive play there from Weimer as uh, the safety was able to get back and swat that one out of the air at the last minute. Trying to hit K.O. Tedder down the seam from the tight end spot. That was number 80. Clayton Nunley. He uh, he made a great play on the, on the football for Weimer. But K.O. was wide open uh, there for a split second. If he had put a little more air underneath it and got it over the, uh, got it over their head, it would have gone for a big game. Second and ten for the punchers. They stay in the spread. There's a shotgun. Looking to throw. Left side. Across the middle. Caught. That's uh, Tad Kirby. Coming across on the drag route. Man, up for a first down. He comes up hobbling as he got rolled up on. But uh, great throw right there. And tight coverage uh, as Matty Kerr just put it uh, only where Kirby could get to it. We've got the Osborne clan here in the in the booth with us. Clancy came up at halftime and read some halftime scores, and they're sitting up here and enjoying their first year in Mason. So, we're being shotgun. We're split wide left, watching to the right. They give it to Jay Secker down the backfield, big hole, easy in the space. Goes to the left side of the field. One man to beat. Pushed out of bounds all the way down at the 25-yard line. Good run that time by Jace Eckert. Ellison, uh, just hard to get past him. as uh, He's the fastest guy on the field, I do believe. Big hole that time, though. Good blocking downfield this game by the wide receivers. Uh, can't say enough about that. They've been able to sustain some runs and give an extra five yards or so. Uh, just because they're doing their job downfield for the running backs. Pick up of uh, nearly 30 yards there on the run by Jace Eckert. It's a bunch of first and 10 from the Weimer 24. Eckert out of the shotgun. Option read right side again to Clarner. Bounces it out right and jump tackle from behind as he crosses the 20. The defender just jumped on his back, rode him down. Really good uh Pick up of six or seven on the run. Kleiner's uh, definitely been the workhorse, but uh, Jace Eckert has been a good counter to him again this game, just in their styles of running. So we'll have a second down and about four or five. 
10.30 on the clock here in the fourth quarter. Punchers still lead this one 34 to nothing, and they are inside the 20-yard line once again. Her other shotgun, takes left, throws right, short out route out there to Gage Watson, stays in bounds. Yeah, it's going to be a pickup uh, of about three yards, and it's going to bring up a third down and about four. Yep. Should be third down, right? Yep. Third down and four. Just chewing the clock here. Just under ten minutes left in the ball game. Leading Weimer, thirty-four to zero. They stay in the spread as Kerr fakes left, keeps it right. Breaks one tackle, can't get past three. He's met at the line of scrimmage. I'd like to know how many arm tackles he's broke tonight. And it seems like every time Kerr runs the football. He goes through at least two of them, going through one there. He doesn't get tackle him high. He does a good job of kind of ducking, you know, those high yeah. tackles. Shiner's still leading Hearn uh, 42 to nothing. Uh, they're late in the third quarter. Alto is beating Joaquin 14 to 8. And a close one there. DeLeon uh, just went behind in their game uh, as uh, it's 22-19 Rivercrest over DeLeon. Two wide outs, Kerr out of the gun, throws left side, with Bishop cut, and he got the first all the way down to the 10-yard line. That was a great up-and-out uh, run by Whit Bishop there. Route running uh, gave him the ability to get the first down there, and uh, well-placed ball by Matty Kerr to the outside. Third pass, Bishop's caught here tonight. Yeah, one for a touchdown back in the third quarter. First and goal from the 10. Punchers have the ball and have the clock. 8.30 on it. 30 left to go in this one. 34 to nothing. Mason on top. Well, they come out. Nope, they're going to stay in the shotgun. Chase Eckert next to Kerr, and they give it to him. Right side, breaking tackle, spinning out of a face mask into the end zone. Touchdown, Punchers. No flag, no flag but I'm pretty but, sure they had, yeah. had him around the head. That was a face mask, I'm pretty sure, as uh, tried to pull his ear off there. Jace Eckert scores from 10 yards out. Punchers extend their lead to 40. They'll pitch in a shutout here over Weimer at 8-12 remaining. You know, Shiner beat this team a uh, good 42-7 or 52-6 or something like that. A lot of them in the 40s I have to look back. Employee in to try the extra point. The last one was no good. Flag comes in. See what the call is. False start against the punchers. Gonna back them up. We had a false start the last time we were down there. Remember when we lined up to go for two to start the ball game, <laughs> leading six to nothing. Shiner beat them fifty-two to seven. Okay. We were both had the two and the seven right. Yeah. I did it. Looks like uh, Mason Hall holds on to this one. And Holland holds on to theirs. They're going to face each other in the next round as Holland's beaten three rivers with 12 minutes left to go, 48 to nothing. Point by Montoya is good, though. They got dangerously close to blocking it again. And Mason now leads Weimer 41 to zero. Tell me those scores again, Michael. Holland leads three rivers, uh, 48 to nothing. 
St. Augustine uh, still trying to fight off Normandy as they just scored again here in the third quarter. But uh, that one's 56-39. to 39. St. Augustine's winning that one. I'm no wonder who's playing defense. Nobody in that game. Uh, Harlington is beating Carlisle, which is kind of a surprise. Harlington is a team that moved up this year, and uh, they're beating uh, Carlisle uh, 33-20. to 20. Uh, West Texas beating Seymour 56-26. to 26. Lindsay uh, is trying to hang with Sundown, but the Sundown uh, obviously got the more stamina in that one as they're uh, leading that one late in the th- fourth quarter, 39-21. to 21. Um, Shiners winning their game against Hearn, uh, 42 to nothing. Alto is holding off Joaquin, 14 to 8. Rivercrest, uh, just went up on Deleon, uh, in mid third, fourth quarter, 22 19. Valley View over Italy in the third quarter, 34 to 12. Crawford, uh, went up big on Honey Grove right before half. It is halftime there. Uh, and it is 28 to 6. There were some games that just went final. Uh, Groverton beat Big Sandy, uh, 55 to 27. Post beat Ozona, only 28 to nothing. Wow. So it kicks off this time to the left side. Filled by Purdy, takes it up to the 40. Filled it at the 30 by Purdy to the 40. <laughs> just wanted to say it. Yeah. Late. Exactly. Slap the, slap, slap the snap. snap. <laughs> Uh, we've got some shirts that we made up, some shirt slogans that we made up there. Um, one of them was puke and tackle. We had, a, we had, you know, J.J. Eight. he had a puke and tackle. It's out there right now, right defensive end. Swimmer gets the ball back on offense. There's being the shotgun. To the broken high, high snap, able to hang on to it. Hands off to the other Ramirez left side. Yeah, let's, uh, some of these second-team defenders are getting in there. Uh, Tyler Schmidt's in there at safety, along with uh, Blake Lewis. Uh, Cody McBee is in there at cornerback. Uh, Zach Mayfield over on the left side. Uh, Jaden Scantlin's in there, sophomore, and at linebacker. Tate Spencer in there next to him. Yeah, Chase Monahue's getting to play some nose. So the make the ends. Lafesti and Estrada back this week. Outside linebacker. Oh, deep throw by Ramirez underthrown and dropped as he went to his knees to catch it all the way down yeah. to 35. Uh, who I don't know who that was out there, but they got beat pretty badly. Jack Mayfield. Yeah, Jack Mayfield got got beat. Uh, thank goodness uh, they could just not hold on to it. Well, I tell you what, uh, one of my players to watch in this game uh, has been absolutely obsolete, and that is uh, Derek Ellison. I mean, big factor last year, uh, definitely not a factor this year. Yeah, they've gone to him once or twice, but uh, I think he'd be a guy they just throw it up down the field, let him run under it. Ramirez now throws his way, comes back to the ball, catches it, curls back to the inside, makes a move. And here we just jinx the team as Ellison Uh-oh. takes it down the sideline, and he's going to score. Touchdown, Weimer ends the shutout. Oh, well, we just had to say something, didn't we? Micah's <laughs> have to watch that going forward. Mike, so far, Micah's everything he said hasn't happened yet. Happens right after. Thanks, Will. Start calling you Romo. 
Hey, easy there. <laughs> Ellison, uh, that dude is quick on his feet, and uh, his start and stop is uh, spot on. And he just eludes uh, the second-team defense out there uh, for the touchdown. Yeah, we had him. Cody McBee and some of those other guys just could not uh, keep up. And when he gets an open space, he's a hard one to bring down. He ran – I mean, Clay Clarner is the only one that ran him down, and that's just because he had an angle. And off right side, Ramirez tucks his head into the end zone. Two-point conversion is good. And Weimer gets on the board here late. 7.05 left, down 41-8 to eight on the – I don't know if I said this one, but post uh, beat Ozona 28 to nothing. That game went final. Holly – Wrecked uh, Will's bracket. He picked New Deal, and I had, I had crossed out Holly and had a New Deal for some reason. And game; these are all games yesterday. Uh, San Saba beats Collinsville fifty-four to six as they continue their uh, their uh, uh, no loss season. And then Refugio beat Thorndale forty-nine to twenty. Which Thorndale played with them a little bit there for the first half. So, but seven oh five left to go in this one. Forty-eight or forty-one to eight is your score here in Dripping Springs. Punchers on top. Let's pause ten seconds for station identification. You're listening to Mason Puncher Football on KNEL. 95.3 FM, KNEL. Serving Brady, Mason, Menard, and all of the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. Starting to leak into our room here. And we're back, uh, 7.05 remaining in the ball game. Mason Punchers lead Weimer 41-8. to Weimer kicking off for only the second time. Not the uh, kickoff to start the second half. Got close to scoring a couple of times down there in the red zone. Uh, Punchers were able to hold that time. They uh, toss it to Derek Ellison. It's a second-team defense, and he takes it 50 yards for the touchdown. Dad Kirby... Turning this kickoff from his own 15, runs back to the middle, Ooh. hit immediately near the 30-yard line. Ramirez, number seven, he uh, he he just blew up uh, his blocker and was able to go over and make the tackle. See if we see some uh, second-name uh, offense that we need to get called there. Montague's in uh, on the offensive line. Coach McBee's in there also on offense. I saw Jake Mayfield's number. Elijah Penner's in there. Matthew Kerr's still in the game at the helm on the offense. J.J. Ake in there at tight end. Woody McLee, McBeast at wide right. Wing T set. And off goes right side up there. And Estrada back from injury. And uh, he makes a good little run all the way down past the 35 to the 36. Again, getting good push up there. That uh, defensive line for Weimer's just got to be worn down. As uh, I don't know how many times they've run the ball now. I'm just going to go back and look and see how many how many times did we run it the first half? Twenty two. Is that what it was, Will? Uh, yeah, twenty two times there in the first half. Twenty two times. So I think we've doubled that down for sure. Split backfield. Twins left side. Matthew Kerr hands off. Between the tackles, and uh, I believe that was 
hate Spencer, and they're on the carry. Wicks and Ramirez just flat ran into each other on the defensive side of the football. Uh, but uh, that was good enough for a first down. That's going to push it to the 40-yard line. First and 10 punchers. 5.55 left to go here in this game. They lead it 41-8. to Matthew Kerr stays in there on the series. Playing from the sideline. Strada and Spencer in the backfield. I'll sweep left side. Tate Spencer avoids a tackle in the backfield. Lowers his shoulder. Breaks another tackle. Hit hard as he crosses the 45 to the 46. He took what should have been a three-yard loss and makes it a six-yard gain. He takes it all the way down to the uh, 46-yard line. Be exciting back to watch going forward on a sophomore. Called up weeks ago during district play. Went out uh, with the concussion after the center point game. Mm-hmm. Or at least concussion protocol. Come back out, twin set to the left. Spencer the fullback, Stroud the tailback. Counterplay, right side of Strada bounces it out. Those are stiff arm. Flag comes in behind him. Likely going to go against the punchers here. Yeah, it's going to take it all the way back. It's going to be a third down and 10 after this holding call. Uh, we're going to call a personal foul chop block, so that's going to be a 15. So that's going to take it back. It'll be a third down and 15 for the punchers after they march this one off. Ball gets placed all the way back to the uh, 31-yard line. It's going to make it uh, a second down, 14 to go for this second-team unit, all but for Matthew Kerr. He's out on the field, brings in the play. Butcher's leading Weimer 41-8. Pitching a shut out there until uh, Weimer scored on a short pass, but a long uh, pass and catch for a touchdown to Ellison. Now they go left Ooh. side to Estrada, try to cut it, slips, and that gets back to the line of scrimmage. Be third down at about 17. Four minutes left to go here in this one. 41 to 8 is your score. Bunchers on top. Will must be blowing some hot air. The guys in the booth next to us, we're in full glass here. And it's leaking out of there into our and, uh, booth now. They're, they're blowing a lot of hot air over there. They got it all fogged up. Moving our direction. <laughs> it's like uh, Clancy and I's window's still clean, though. <laughs> you have to call it here after a while. Toss sweep right side. That's Jose Valdez. Brings it down. Gets positive yards back to the Original line of scrimmage. Close ball game as Lano has tied it with Stanton 27 all late in the third quarter. We got some, what do y'all call yourselves over there? Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets. We had some former Yellow Jackets in the booth, right? So, but now you're a puncher, right? Right, yeah. And passes leading Gonzalez 56 to 0. We won't tell all your kin folks. Kerrville trailing <laughs> Cal Allen, 41-21. Munchers are forced to punt here as the windows start fogging up. Montoya 
In the punt, standing at his own 25. Oh, nearly got man. to it. Ellis is going to return this one. Filled it at the 25. Wow. Makes some moves. Now they got him wrapped up finally. Took about eight of them. There were three punchers on top of him when he caught that ball, and he was able to skate them for five yards. But uh, punchers pile him up at the 25-yard line. That was a really good punt by Montoya, even though it almost got blocked. So, was bobbing and dodging and spinning. And we've got the Os- out of there. Osborne crew in the booth with us. Uh, they came up at halftime. Clancy read you the scores, and he's a, he's a puncher now instead of, instead of a yellow jacket even though I'm sure he's still rooting for Lano to win their playoff game. Oh, kind of, kind of. Well, he's got lots of family members over there, so some of that by default, I understand. So, is, is your Uncle Doug listening? You don't have any idea? No? Probably not. I doubt it either. So, I saw him this week. So, I'm back. He was normal. He was his friendly self. I'm back on offense. Ramirez play action, rolls right, throws to the sideline. And uh, fingertip catch out of bounds, incomplete. No, they're going to call it complete. Oh, gosh, I saw the ball come out. Yeah, they're going to call it a catch. He was trying to maintain possession over there. Be five yards on the play. Bring up a second down and five. We'll say instant replay would have. Yeah, would have negated that. 227 on the clock here in this one. Uh, Weimer's going to call a timeout. Uh, Let's take a 30-second timeout. Here on KNEL, you're listening to Puncher Football. We'll be back in 30 seconds. He's on the 30. He's on the 20. He's on the 10. It's a touchdown. There's nothing like football. The lights, the cheers of the crowd, and getting a chance to see our local athletes and kids give it all they've got. Come to a game. Support our local schools. The Commercial Bank. A better way to bank. Member FDIC. Visit us online at tcbmason.com. Back here uh, in Dripping Springs, 227 remaining in the ballgame. Mason uh, leading Weimer 41-8. to Weimer called a timeout. Mason second down and five. They go eye formation. Next to Ramirez, he keeps it himself. That side, high steps the tackler, picks up. Uh, just past the first down marker where they spot this football and move the sticks. Connor Lopesti and uh, J.J. Ake on the tackle. So back to the shirt thing. So the J.J. Ake had the puke and tackle. And we also have another one that says 300-pounders don't make good safeties. It was after Ryan Jordan scored, returned the kickoff back for a touchdown. Yeah. Now we have uh, and, Puncher, uh, second-team unit, stretches out the play, and uh, they tackle the runner in the backfield. Takes him back. Well, they're going to mark him at the line of scrimmage. I'm pretty sure that was a tackle for a loss. I would agree with that. Ramirez, they're saying he got back to the original line of scrimmage, brings up a second down and 10, or third down and 10 is what it should be. Uh, minute 30 left to go here in this ball ballgame. Uh, it looks like your punchers are going to, going to win this one, and uh, Holland was dominating theirs. Some of those games, they, they would beat Three Rivers 57 to nothing. The thing this game's winding down is our visibility is getting cloudy. Short throw. Oh, he caught it. And number 12 goes up and grabs it over three oh. punchers. 
pitches it back to Ellison before he hits the ground, and he stood up and tackled down here near the 45-yard line in puncher territory. Strange play there. That might have been. That might have. They might have been shooting for the hook and ladder on that one. Yeah, Ramirez yeah. just had to throw it up for grabs. He was being pressured, wobbly throw, and somehow Purdy just goes up over everybody, gets it, and somehow pitches it back before he hits the ground. Rivercrest beat Deleon 28-19. Groverton beat Big Sandy 55-27. Clock ticking down here in Dripping Springs under 35 seconds. Weimer in puncher territory. Trying to uh, get some more points on the board here to end their season. And now the number 19 in the game, Cameron Little, the other quarterback. He keeps around the right side. Connor Lopez, he does a good job of bottling him up over there. And uh, he only gains about five yards. Ten seconds on the clock here in this one. And uh, our sound was still on. You would hear... The crowd cheering as the punchers are going to get the, the victory here in the area round. Their uh, third gold football on the season, district by district area. And it looks like they will be taking on Holland next week. I'm in place to be determined. I want to thank Mr. Clancy and Ruby and Miss Sandy for coming to join us uh, up here in the booth. Hope it was a little warmer than it was out there in the elements. Here comes uh, Mr. Cano. He blew a lot of hot air back over this way, I guess, and uh, fogged our windows now. It's like a two-minute commercial break. Be right back with Game Stats here on 95.3 K-Neal. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry, and I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called, and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now, as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Texas did. And now... I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. That's right. We've got much more than building materials and hardware. Check out our selection of Wrangler clothing and Twisted X footwear. Dress for the job with Wrangler Regular Fit, Cowboy Cut, and Cowboy Comfort Jeans. Wrangler Western Work Shirts and Denim Shirts and Twisted X Belts. Protect those toes with Twisted X and Chippewa Snake Boots. Check out the new arrivals of clothing, building materials, hardware, and so much more at Mason Building Supply, 254 Moody Street in Mason. Or call 325-347-5899. It's football season, and the clock is running. So join the winning team at Heart of Texas Ford and come away with great deals like this 2018 F-150 Super Crew XL Sport with Cruise, Tilt, Power Equipment Group, and Sync for only $33.9. And we have several to choose from. So come on down to Heart of Texas Ford where every deal comes straight from the heart. Or go to our website at www.heartoftexasford.com and check out all our new and used vehicles. And don't forget, heartoftexasford.com. Uh, we're back here live, Drippy Streets, Texas, for the post-game wrap-up. 
your Mason Punchers win this area uh, playoff round over the Weimar Wildcats, 41 uh, to eight. Weimar got on the board late against our second team, but uh, here are what the game stats look like. Post game recaps brought to you by Commercial Bank. The Commercial Bank's a proud sponsor of Mason Puncher Games. Come by or find us online at tcbmason.com. The Commercial Bank. It's a better way to bank. China ran the ball 33 times for 125 yards. Uh, completed nine passes out of 17, roughly 50 percent for 105 yards. They ended up with 230 total. Uh, they were uh, they converted three third downs out of 11. So punchers did a great job holding them the third and fourth down uh, and getting the defense off the field. Uh, Weimer committed. I want to. I believe it was three turnovers. They showed two. I think you said they got one back. They had one interception, the one fumble. Uh, they committed only two penalties for 10 yards, and uh, time of possession was 21 minutes total. Mason ran the ball 45 times for 363 yards on the ground. Uh, Matthew Kurt was also uh, just over 50% uh, passing, uh, completing 6 of 11 for 62 yards. Uh, and the touchdown to Whit Beershaw uh, for 425 yards total. They converted 5 of 8 on third down. Uh, turned the ball over twice uh, early in the ball game, both fumbles. And uh, penalties were 7 for 45 yards, uh, all on the offensive side, I believe. And those are your game stats. Your uh, second-half scoring summary looks something like this. Uh, in the third quarter, 346 remaining, Clay Kerner, uh, they gave it to him from one yard out as he uh, had some really good runs to get him down the field, kept going to him, and the punchers extended their lead to 35-0. Uh, to zero. Extra point was good. Uh, 8.44 in the fourth quarter. Jace Eckert scored from 10 yards uh, out, and uh, the extra point was made, and the score uh, was 41-0 at that time. And uh, then late in, well, midway through the fourth quarter, uh, our second team was on the field. Ramirez finally uh, completed the pass number eight. Ellison, he took it 58 yards uh, to the house on the, the catch and run, and uh, two-point conversion uh, was was good. And your final score was Mason 41, Weimer 8. What was your play of the game, Will? Uh, before I get to play a game, that, uh, those post-game stats brought to you by Greater Texas Solar. Your electric bill is making your temperature rise. Greater Texas Solar has the solution. Reduce or eliminate your monthly electric bill. Call 512-649-4925 for your no-obligation-free energy consultation. Uh, you know, playing the game, I think, for me, it's, kind of tough you know that that run by Ryland Jordan was great uh you know it was early in that ball game it was the time we needed to get points on the board um you know gosh Clay Clay had so many you know good runs as well sure has a you know he had the one yard touchdown run but uh I think I can't remember which one it was if it was the screen pass or the the one that got him uh I think the screen pass kind of kind of deflated him Completely. When we we went to that spread, yep. you know that I mean that was a tale of two offenses. First half, over time, run the ball. Second half, spread it out, get it to Clarner in space. Uh, you know, so I'm going to give two, you know, two game balls. Rylan Jordan, uh, Clay Clarner. Uh, you know, Rylan for the great run to get get the points early. Clay Clarner, the senior coming back from flu, and uh, you could almost call on the yards. Give one to the entire offense. I mean, the line play was dynamic. The uh, and Matthew Kerr yeah. uh, stayed fundamentally sound there. Uh, from the quarterback position and didn't make any yeah. mistakes tonight. And so, uh, but anyway, uh, I agree with you on those, on those, those calls. The, those are the big plays of the game, but sure. credit the defense. That's, yeah, for sure. Was winning games yeah, for us. absolutely. 
All that's brought to you by uh, uh, Kingdom Automotive. Mason's best kept secret is out. Kingdom Automotive is your domestic and foreign auto repair needs. Uh, next to Lantex on San Antonio Highway, Kingdom Automotive will get you back on the road again. We'd also like to thank them, uh, Hill Country Propane Inc., Commercial Bank, Langberg Realty, Mason Bank, Mason Building Supply and Rental, Willow Creek Cafe, Dipsticks, uh, Tire and Lou, Nine Bar Land and Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Mason Funeral Home, Cat Track Construction, Nachos Cafe, and FinerRanch.com. Uh, and uh, we will be playing the Holland. Uh, I think they're the Bearcats, right? Uh, I think that's right. Maybe yeah. so. Anyway, you're going to be playing Holland next week. Uh, obviously, we got Thanksgiving next week as well. Uh, so I figure that'll be a Friday game for sure. Uh, so hopefully those Holland boys will eat too much turkey, and uh, we'll get uh, we'll get a hold of them on uh, either Friday or potentially Saturday of next week, and uh, look for a big matchup. It'll be another exciting game. Uh, Furio Shiner. Uh, yeah, on the, on the other inside of that bracket, uh, go go. Uh, well, the, you know we'll probably be playing the same night, uh, but you know last year they yeah. on Thursday and the fans were able to go and watch exactly. That one and I'd love ours. I'd uh, love to go watch that one. Too. Don't miss you know Mason Hall. That's you know Holland's ranked uh, been ranked all year, and uh, you know it's going to be another tough test for the punchers. But they can come out and play like this, uh, play good defense. You know we got a good shot at running into Refrio or Shiner again. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, tonight's broadcast, we're happy to bring it to you here on 95.3. A uh, station that's been broadcasting Puncher football for over 40 years. The original voice of uh, Puncher football, uh, good years and bad, and uh, in honor and memory of the late Lee Graham, who was uh, bringing uh, those broadcasts for so many years. It's a great day to be a Puncher, a uh, great night, great win. We hope everyone has a great weekend. Tune in here tomorrow for some Texas Tech Great Raider football as they host Kansas State on FS1 at 6 p.m. And uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, to bring you all the action here, Will Lambert, Micah Walker, signing off. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Mason Puncher's Football here on KNL 95.3 FM tonight. Mason Puncher's Football has been brought to you by Mason Bank, by Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, also brought to you by Mason Building and Supply, Heart of Texas Ford, Mason Puncher's Club, and Laneburg Realty. Also, supporters of our broadcast include the Commercial Bank in Mason, Hill Country Propane, Cat Track Construction, Pro Granatus Lawn and Landscaping, Kingdom Automotive, and Greater Texas Solar. Thanks for listening to Mason Puncher's Football on KNEL. Thanks for listening to KNEL Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For live broadcast of KNEL Sports, listen to 95.3 KNEL FM, 1490 KNEL AM, or KNELradio.com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play KNEL FM or KNEL AM. Or find KNEL 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL. KNEL.